0: Life's a Battle is a show for adults, chock full of swear words, fantasy violence, and other mature themes and situations. Enjoy at your own risk, and thanks for listening. Now let's get weird. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Lifes of Battle, uh, the fantasy adventure podcast where we, the battle family, get together with each other and play D&D or Starfinder. Uh, this time we all we brought our friends. Hey, what's up and welcome? I am Kyle Battle, your Chode Master in Charge, Dungeon Master, and host of Lifes of Battle, and I am fucking stoked getting the F-bomb out of the way right away. I am stoked <laughs> <laughs> to be playing some God's damn D&D. Shouldn't be snapping into the mic, but hey. Uh, so, welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to season two of Life's a Battle. I'm very, very excited. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you the players and then we're going to get uh, going on this first episode of season two, this first session.
1: All right, I'm going. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Calvin Battle, the youngest of the Battle family, previously Finn Glider in season one. In um, this campaign, I am playing hero light song uh i am a 6-1 shader kai i have jet black hair lean muscle uh i am a level three arcane trickster rogue and if you look closely i got some white gray eyes no pupil and i have a tattoo of a raven with a tiara on the top of it um other than that i'm strapped pretty light i don't carry much with me yeah it's pretty good and that's pretty good first intro all right going on to the next one
2: i'm new here i'm connor walsh I am playing Drake Traynor, and he is a sorcerer, and he stands about six foot tall. He's tanner, short hair on the sides, kind of longer on the top. He's wearing kind of a baggy quarter zip kind of thing, and there's a little patch on the side that has a clock on it, and he also wears a similar clock amulet around his neck. Let's go.
3: I'm Ian. I play qua the Scard, a dark hulking goliath barbarian ranger, tortured by the sins and failures of his past, but unwilling to give in to the darkness.
0: That was juicy. Let's go. That's a creative writing course right there.
4: I got a quick, like, <laughs> I got a quick, just, I'll be working over here.
5: <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Quinn Battle, used you to know me as Neutral Dad, but this time... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eki Tang. I am a Monk 2, Wizard 1. We'll be going further into the wizard trick. Don't worry. Uh, Aarakocra with a noble background.
1: Yeah.
6: Fabulous. I am Danny Meidel. I will be playing Susie Cruz, the Hexblade Tiefling Warlock. Uh, Susie, disowned at some point in her their t- childhood, turned warlock. Ooh. And we'll see what her life has to offer. <laughs> doesn't have real life he, see he, he to see what it
7: has. I had something
6: written and then I just tried to make it more narrative. <laughs> <laughs> just,
4: that was perfect. That was, yep, that's what we needed.
5: Ian, you ruined it for all of
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, tortured by the sins of his past. Like.
4: And then Susie's like, We'll see what we got. (laughs) Okay. I am Anna Battle, married into the Battle family, and um, I was previously known as... Snakes, but I'm uh switching it up playing Astra Alina, the lightworker, a Twilight Cleric, and I am kind of beautiful and aloof with constellation tattoos, and I wear black armor with a black hooded robe, and on my shoulder sits a white barn owl, familiar named Lumi.
0: Nice. Love it. Guys, let's nice. go, y'all. Um so welcome to Life's a Battle for everyone just quick audience Blurb. This is a show where we play D&D and tell stories together. Um, Pretty much, I'm a chode, so we're gonna laugh a lot. Uh, There's gonna be some situations where, even though it's very serious, this season two here, we are taking a much more hardcore approach. We are switching to Dungeons & Dragons, obviously. We're also gonna add a little more uh, hardcore nature to it, because the goal of this session, this campaign, is to emulate a Dark Souls world. It is to make it very difficult. The story will be woven through but this is certainly a combat focused campaign Um, unless at some point of course y'all decide to change that um so a couple things everyone knows about me as a dungeon master Uh, we go by the books but we go off the rails all the time and fun first always It's all about fun. We're all grownups spending our time together to do this. So if you're not having fun, I'm doing something wrong or we are doing something wrong together. So let's always communicate and do that to fix that. That being said, uh, I have a rule I've developed at the D&D table. Some people call it priming in the business world. But Quinn and I actually developed this term um, and it's set your expectations as soon as possible. So that's why we're talking about you, the audience, should know this will be a dark campaign. Uh, There will be some fantasy violence that is a little intense. There will be some body horror that may be a little intense and your favorite player character might die and that's just how she goes in the game of dungeons and dragons sometimes but i just wanted everyone to know that on the table however there will be twists and turns along your journey just like susie said
4: (laughs) we'll see what we get
0: (laughs) i have a lot of them That's,
6: that's
0: what i'll share all right does anyone have any questions comments quips
4: can we talk about the stipulations on our character creation
0: Oh yeah, so I I, had—I'm not gonna tell you why yet. No, you gotta find that out. But (laughs) we developed a rich backstory to tie into the story with each of the characters, um, as well as each character. If you already noticed. for those of you who are new, you might not have noticed, but each character has magical capability in our campaign. Uh, and that was by design. It would have been a sweet coincidence, but your dungeon master, Shaboy, did ask everyone to make a magic class. Now, you will notice two of our players also multiclassed into the two classes that don't have an innate magic option. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I think that's fun, too. You guys ready to roll ready to get into this? Ready to cross?
5: I know Ian, you multi-class, and I multi-class. Is someone else multi-class? No, just you two. No, just just us. That's a twist
0: in Susie's story.
6: Yeah, there it (laughs) is. Monk Monk
5: actually does have magic capabilities. Some Monk
0: amongst, Monk has yeah. magic capabilities using but not key, one. but it doesn't no, yeah, that's it, true. it doesn't get spell slots in a traditional like using key stuff you can learn some spells and there's like a Yeah, path,
3: elementalist.
0: Uh-huh. Where you can get it but it is uh, not or, the same. Or. For the audience here and for you guys, I'm just going to give you a little if you're listening, I did provide about a 12-page backstory document for the players. I did not require them to read it, um but it did go over are um, uh, the pantheon of gods and uh, a brief backstory about the order in which our quick,
4: players find quick themselves. Quick poll, in. quick player poll, dungeon <laughs> master shop. Oh, Did no. anyone read all twelve pages? That's a, that's a just resounding no.
3: No. Uh, no. I would have. I was so excited to, and then I didn't have time. <laughs> well, I strategically didn't read
5: it, so we'd have to get it explained to the audience.
7: That's, ah, that's nice. oh, oh, there God. we go. Go, go, big, go, big, go. Yeah, brain. big brain. Big brain, yeah.
0: um, Some of that information is going to be a slow burn. I'm certainly going to talk about some of it now. Yeah, This yeah, is not yeah. uh, an audio narration podcast where your boy just, like, riffs uh, a fantasy world but i think that stuff will be built out one sec Uh, a thought break
4: thought break (laughs) hey while we have a thought break guys i made my own spell cards
0: Oh yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So oh, are they in sleeves or did you laminate it too? Oh I
4: laminated right.
3: them. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. There we and
4: go. if anyone wants access to any and all classes of spell cards for free, because you can also buy them and they're really cool and I want to get them eventually. But they're like a hundred bucks for the all. The D
0: ones are cool and glossy, yeah. but like these
7: are they're real cool.
4: Yeah. But you can go to Hard hardcodex.ru and they're all on there and you just go by class and level and rent them off and then use code
1: please sponsor us uh, <laughs> no, and no, they, actually,
4: <laughs> hardcodex.ru has their own Patreon that you can hit them up on that's all but
0: you know what hardcodex in this show I am gonna I'd do some fake ads and you know what you could be the first. Go be hardcore use hard code X. Okay? Yeah. Only the X.
1: Only the most hardcore
4: clerics use hardcode X.
1: X gon' give it to you, one would say. <laughs> yes.
0: X gonna give you all of your spell slot needs. So if you have a timed homebrew rule that your dungeon master is fucking busting your grills with it could be a useful tool in which to expediate. Uh, expedite? Expediate. Expedite, there you go. Is that a word? Expedite. Yes. Yeah. Expediate
4: no. is also a
7: word, but expedite
0: is also right. To oh. expedite!
7: <laughs> no, that was wait, like a wait. Harry Potter
0: spell. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> to expediate! <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the process. That one wasn't even. You have seen nothing of my power. Hey. Yeah, I think I'm ready to roll.
2: Hey, what's up everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Season 2 of Life's a Battle, The Eternity Conlet. Just a quick note from your boy of the mouth, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit abnormal in the fact that we are going to take a little bit of time in the front to introduce the world, get everybody into the world and the characters before we dive right into the action. But all episodes succeeding this, will get right into that juicy juicy story where each previous session leaves off i hope you enjoy the episode and uh stick around afterwards if you want a few more notes from your boy thanks for hanging out and uh see you on the flip side
0: as an additional note i had no idea my voice sounded like that when i recorded it but i thought the message was so good i'm gonna keep it so uh peace so we take you to the world of miyazakiya uh, an Earth-like planet filled with the creatures, people, and magic of the Forgotten Realms. Comprised of five major land masses, these continents incidentally are each home to a major government and power. Our heroes mostly hail from Santera, the largest and most central government in Miyazakiya. Um, Miyazakiya, if you're looking top-down, Santera is going to be the central continent of Miyazakiya. It sort of looks um, <laughs> like a Pokeball <laughs> or a ball of Poke, um, yeah. with the major governmental power being um, inside of a huge, unnaturally formed ring of mountains, um, with what is known as the Quad City area, with Centera City being the capital of both Centera and the Quad City domain. In the middle of that is a giant 40,000 foot mountain. Uh, it is a dormant volcano known as Mount Tarnished. You all hail from different regions and outside of that mountain area, Centerra varies vastly. There are desert plains, there are beautiful forests, lush rainforests, mountainous bluffs, uh, anything you can find. And Sentara is also sort of the seat of pretty much the number one power on the planet. It's the most diversity in, in, in recent history, last 500 years, they've really taken strength in that. They let little baronies run themselves independently with sort of a federal oversight. So as long as little areas are following general rules of Sentera, um, they are allowed to govern as they see fit. And with that being the case, the governmental happiness in Sentera has about a 72% approval rating, um, which is very, very high, I think, for a fantasy era. So it's very like You know, the government is far spread, but light. you know, it covers lots of services. So whereas just like serving in the military would be the only way to do that. It also has like the Pony Express as a part of the service and the trash collectors and like all that stuff. So it's near utopian. I wouldn't say utopian because I don't like that word. I would just say pretty socially advanced for medieval fantasy time period. Um, But it is at the beginning of a high magic era. Now, if you're looking on a top-down map to the left, there's a large landmass. And each of these major landmasses I'm about to describe next are sort of uniform in the way they look coming off of the planet. And it's well stated in many Miyazakian mythologies that the gods did align together uh, the Pantheon of the Nine to form the planet of Miyazakiya. Now, to the southwest is the Orkdom. The Orkdom is a land right along its coast that connects to Sentera. It's still very lush and forested, but as soon as you leave, you see sort of depleted landscapes and sulfur pits, a lot of geothermal activity. Um, but despite that being the case, these are not your typical orcs. The Orkdom is actually a sort of shamanistic... What's the word? It's an H-word I'm looking for. theocracy. It's not an H word, it's a T word. (laughs) Uh, It's sort of like a theocratic government um, where these high up shamans of different orders for the orcdom developed government and philosophy and things that did fit more of the orcish nature. And so they do have full cities, lots of diversity in the cities and townships. But the orcdom and the orc culture is a lot more hardcore. You work, you earn what you get. If someone pisses you off, you can fight them. It's in the law. You know, and that being the case, the Orkdom is also host to the Wildlands. It used to be called the Wildlands because there are beasts and dragons and terrifying things roaming all across the hellscapes that cover most of the center of the Orkdom. Most of the major cities are going to be in the south and north in the mountain ranges um, and along the coasts, but there are a few uh, in the Wildlands themselves going right to the southeast is going to be the cola that is the coalition of lesser allied races a charged name as some of my players have already noted to me um but that is because in the recent history the races that were once kind of pushed out to out terra from centera before they modernized um during a notable war broke free Due to some leverage they gained. Uh, and it's not well known why they know, it, um, but Cola broke away and sort of kept the name, you know, the, of the lesser allied races uh, in spite to kind of spit on the people and the regime. So people wouldn't forget where they came from. Um, and so the Cola is very diverse. It's a lot like Centera. It has crazy, and I mean geologically, uh, like ecosystem diverse, you know, there's. All kinds of different stuff. But as you get more to the south, uh, it gets very cold and up in the snowy regions. Um, Then to the northeast. I think I'm doing it right. Yeah. To the northeast uh, is the Elfdom. Little is known about the Elfdom, but the Elves are a hyper-advanced, hyper um, sort of isolationist, conservative society. Um, Very few people go in and out of the Elfdom. They don't know a lot about it. And the only race, or not the only race, excuse me, the only power that the Elfdom is aligned with is Kola, uh, or at least has an allyship with. Um, so the Elves uh, live to be old, you know, in excess of a thousand years. So little is known about them, but a lot of Elves leave the Elfdom and um, go live in Kola or go live in Santera because they disagree with the practices of the Elfdom, Uh and the Elven Republic. Um, that being said, it's still a super powerful entity, and I don't think any of those elves would tell you um, they're doing anything wrong with the way they live their life. Um, and then to the far northwest is the Dwarven Empire. We take you to the Dwarven Empire. Uh, <laughs> The Dwarven Empire is a kingdom largely in the mountains. Almost in the entirety of their massive continent is mountainous and rocky, but it's different types of mountains. You have your deciduous forested mountains. You have your very granited peaks. And they even have some mountains of marble and salt uh, and rumored to the far north in the frostlands. Great metals and precious metals. Entire mountains of it as well. Uh, but the Dwarven Empire is the closest ally uh, to Sentera. Um, in fact, they are connected by three magically uh, assisted land bridges in different areas connecting the two continents. Um, and that was after the Dwarven Empire tried to conquer Centera hundreds of years ago uh, as an apology and a permanent reminder to how much they need each other and to their friendship. Uh, so it signifies, you know, connected. But we're going to stay the fuck over here and not try to take over your land. So with that being said, that is the landscape of Miyazakiya. This is a high magic era, but magic is still advancing in an early epoch. So we don't really have, you know, there are rumors of gunpowder. There are rumors that the dwarves are making some sort of flying boat. There are rumors of elven magic that uh, transcends the boundaries of belief, but we don't know. You know, the common people don't necessarily live with magic. It's seen from place to place, it's known of, but for someone to have a magical gift is a rare, rare, rare thing. Now, to go back to Senterra, in that country there's a unique policy where a person must serve their country when they come of age. This service comes in many forms, uh, from front lines to parcel delivery, professional academia to an assassin. Um, and within the centeran service, a group of specialists exists known as the Knights of the Hollow Order. These Hollow Knights are elite specialists across multiple fields and are given access to training, equipment, and knowledge that is usually hidden or reserved. One must be recruited to the Hollow Order and then undergo a minimum year-long squireship on a Class Alpha mission. Our story follows a group of just such commandos. After being separately recruited by their future commander, Katja Icevane, and her blood chief, Lady Scargo, our players first met and bonded in a covert year-long campaign in the Orkdom, where they took down a group of zealots attempting to summon an eternal storm. Four of their compatriots died, including Lady Scargo, and they were knighted upon success in return. Their next mission was a quick joint op with the Dwarven Empire, and no one was lost because of their expertise. They did recover a strange artifact. It was a bound book with broken hourglass on the front, an inscription on the back that burned into their skulls. What has been shall come again. What
2: will be has always been. One thousand cycles ago, the people of Yarg made a weapon to fight against the remembering. Using the power of the Infinium, the Eternium and its gauntlet were created. Here it has stood longer than time. An immortal flicker of hope against the law of the cycle. The Eternium awaits its champions, the wielders of the goblet. We await our vengeance.
0: This message was burned into their brains, but the artifact went missing the next day. And the knights were inexplicably discharged. Players, will you please describe yourself in a little more detail? I want a little more one-on-one than we did in the beginning of the show. This is more so people really understand your character a little more. This is more than a brief description. I'm looking for a description of what you look like, certainly, what you wear, but maybe a little bit what you're about, your motives. A good way to think of this is you can also say, okay, you can tell a little bit about the backstory, about how you got recruited, or maybe what you've been up to since you left unexpectedly.
1: Hero Song is living at his his mitzfit's house. With uh, his two dads, Roach, the uh, the Orcish father, and Twitch, the Gnome father. He spends his time teaching, hanging out with his uh, siblings. There's Paxton, the uh, young dragonborn. He's a, only around 10 years old. And then my two Eladrin sisters, Sylvie and Sadie. Hero is a lot more restrained. He's more pulled back. He doesn't talk unless it's really important or vital. The things he says usually carry an importance to it. He, he has a sense of confidence, but it's uh, restrained. It's, it's pulled back. But you know when he enters a room or leaves a room. He's got this gray, black, tight skin shirt. And then he's wearing like athletic cargos on the on the bottom with a little bit of utility skirt on the bottom wrapped around it. Rarely, if you're good at perceiving things, you can see his familiar, Candy the Raven, flying nearby him candy? candy candy was named by his two sisters Hi. Sylvie and Sadie. so
0: <laughs>
1: after getting disbanded hero definitely did not quit on that there was no way that this elite group would get disbanded from something after such a good mission retrieval mission he would have gone back to his old vigilante ways and searched the hollow knight order to look for this object, uh, look for corruption within the any of the leaders. Um, he's not one to trust everybody, so he would definitely look into his higher-ups above him and see what they know. Love Other that. that yeah. He'd be doing that on the down low. Other than that, yeah, that's everything.
0: Does so anyone have any uh, light questions for Hito?
4: Oh, yeah. Can you just review... Just I know we did it earlier, but um, your class and your role. Oh, yeah, yeah, like- yeah.
0: Tell me your age too. Oh,
4: and yeah. your call sign. Yeah, your Hero,
1: call. Hero Light Song is a seventeen year old Shadar Kai, who if you don't know much about Shadar Kai, they are dark elves but not not technically Drow. They are more ashen skinned. Um his class, he is an arcane trickster, rogue. And then Call Sign, the Menace. The role that he's playing is the Assassin and Escape artist, I believe. Something around there.
0: Um, I will say too, Ice Icefang kind of like told you guys like, go somewhere safe. This is a little fishy, right? Like it seems fishy. You guys know it. Hito said it right away. And so I yeah. think that's why you guys would have
1: I'd add one more thing on the yeah. mind. while I'm like obviously looking through the rest of it I wouldn't just quit I would also be keeping tabs on the rest of my party mates going around figuring out what uh what like rumors i I've heard of anybody else that
2: was in the group
1: and such and such
0: so Love that cuz you guys are all Hollow Knights so it's like you know rumors might float around about you
2: All right I'm I'm Drake Trinor my call sign is the Reaper and I'm a clockwork sorcerer I'm around six foot tall. I'm 17. I'm wearing kind of a baggy quarter zip that has a clock patch on it, and it matches the clock I wear on my the clock amulet I wear on my neck. The amulet is more golden, but it has some hints of green that match my eye color. Shorter hair on the sides, longer on the top, and then I have some scruff going on on my face. I'm a little reserved based on my past. So I'm not really too much outspoken, but can speak my way through scenarios if I need to. And because of my past, I am a little scared of losing close friends. So I hold, uh, hold my friends dearly, Uh hero being one of them. Over the time, I've been helping him uh, investigate for the object that we're looking for. And my role is the spell sniper. I'm more of a range combatant, but in close range, I can still hold my own.
0: Love that! Awesome. Why did you join? Just, um, was it through your friendship with Keto? You know how yeah, were you? It was, like you don't have to tell me how you were recruited, but like you know the circumstances. Uh, I guess maybe
2: knowing Hito. Yeah, I was. Throughout my childhood, I started to attend a school that Hito was a part of, and we started to grow close then, and he kind of pitched me the idea of joining the force, and I thought that it really would help me with my goals, so I joined, and I kind of made it my new home. Great answer. Does anyone have any questions for...
6: Did you recognize Susie in
2: the academy as well? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Cool.
4: Awesome. And uh, did you want to share more about your, like, backstory of, like, why? Or do you want to just leave that? Um,
2: When I was a child, I kind of, uh, I looked up to my parents a lot. And they were, I was, we were a very close family. But unfortunately, they kind of met their end, which is where my fear of death kind of came in. Because I kind of witnessed (laughs) it. but was spared myself. So a little PTSD.
4: Cool. A little (laughs) bit, yeah.
2: Which has kind of caused me to be more reserved. Nightmare, nightmare,
4: nightmare. Awesome. I I just didn't know if you wanted to share that or if you just wanted to leave that.
2: I do
0: love that you said that. Um, I I don't know if I established, but yes, Susie, uh, Hito, and Drake all went to the same academy at Fiona's Promise where they were expressly picked up for service.
3: Yep. Um, Nilokua, or Nilokoa, uh, Ranger Barbarian, is a Goliath, eight foot tall, just hulking, muscled uh, man, bald, uh, clean shaven. He has no beard, actually, that grows. Usually shirtless, uh, just wears some long, kind of flowing pants, uh, pretty much. Good with the bow, good in melee really doesn't have a lot that he shares about his backstory about his past i think it's known that he has no family uh certainly he lost them but beyond that he doesn't really go into much detail he joined up a while ago i think seven years ago or was it more than that it was like seven or ten years ago he's 28 at any rate love that he has um very dark skin. He has a series of, like, markings, like most Goliaths do, that are are lighter, which kind of gives him the appearance that he has a lot of scars, but he also actually does have a lot of scars as oh, well. Oh, that's
0: dope. That fits really well.
3: Kind of, yeah, A uh, really a testament to all the battles he's survived. He's been in and survived. Uh, but he has a series, if uh, anyone looks closely, a series of thin scars, very regular on his left forearm. Which uh, he probably probably doesn't share what they're about, but they're there.
7: Oh,
6: I have a question. Yeah, what are your scars about? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kidding. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh- Honestly, that fits because you're, you know, I'm going to say it wrong again. No, the Scarred. Yeah, um, the Scarred. One of the few officer designations typically assigned with brutal murder, you know, like <laughs> like someone who can get in there. And oh, yeah, it's like a killing designation,
4: certainly.
3: Oh, yeah. It's, it's also kind of a uh, testament to his, his mental state, I'd say. <laughs> He's is, uh, is very tortured by the past. Aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> apparently. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Did anyone have a happy childhood?
3: Well, you'll, you'll find out maybe. <laughs> I won't <laughs> say <it>. anything. <laughs> would you share? Honestly, a little bit. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do want to ask you, Nelika, because um, it's interesting and I think you would be willing to share it. Would you mind just sharing with the party? Because I think maybe during the Storm Herald campaign, you might have talked about this with them. How would how did you like specifically end up a knight of the Hollow Order? Like how were you recommended? If you mind don't mind sharing.
3: Yeah, like how he, he initially got recruited. Um he was just living with um kind of an orc tribe at the time. And I believe uh, Gorshum the druid yep, Gorshum. was uh yeah, she was in town and he really saw it as a way to get stronger, a way to kind of battle monsters battle battle the things that are the darkness in the world not necessarily as a way to do good but just because like he felt personally that he needed to you know for for himself more than anyone and that's that's really how he joined up i think he was he was in the year uh and for five years in the service before he became an officer i believe he became an officer in that uh campaign with um scargo right yeah, lady you, scargo you
0: were because of your size and your past you were enlisted to be a of lady scargo's dragon or worm killers
3: yeah the worm killers yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that that was uh correct me if i'm wrong but you know a way to hunt even bigger monsters pretty much
0: there's not a lot of worms to kill anymore but right. like of the few exclusive teams that get to do it like uh dragons are evil man they're fucking smart evil things and if they get bigger than worms like their damage is exponential
3: yeah and and that was one of those things he's like he really feels like he he just has to fight those things like bigger and and badder he just has to take them on
0: love that any other questions for not gonna lie the first time i heard worm killer
3: i thought about just Crushing Earth. down little earthworms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta make sure that soil stays poor. That's
6: how,
0: it's, how he, he, it's how he keeps his uh, his rage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a,
6: a character flaw going forward. Anytime you see a little earthworm, you have to go out of your way to stop it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> 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 might be em. a dragon. You crush
5: every heart. You can just up, never
0: go fishing. <laughs> Mm. all right i believe the next is uh Iki. yeah all right
5: that's me still working on a character voice well yeah like i said i'm a level two monk level one wizard i have a pretty big family let's see i, I have, my character is pretty family oriented i'm a noble i wear basically some like dark travelers clothes um i try to keep it dark tinted because i uh, i do like to use stealth to my advantage at times um just try to get around quickly um and avoid people at times. Yeah, let's see. Okay, yeah, I'm family oriented, definitely. My father is uh definitely a bit of a uh cunt ever since uh <laughs> Oh
0: fuck. <laughs>
5: ever since my uh my mom died, ever since she passed.
0: Oh how'd she um, die? <laughs> illness. Classic Tywin Lannister. And
5: uh he kind of went crazy over it 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 was a nice happy family until then that was about two years before i got recruited but yeah no um well i don't need to get too into that but he uh he didn't accept her death he tried a lot of ways to not accept her death as in bring her back and that brought some some odd some oddities around the house we'd say and uh and yeah yeah he sent the family out on on some quests and stuff which i don't i don't dab- or openly talk about too much mm-hmm. but yeah uh that kind of uh, made me seek some knowledge in some wizardry and i became uh, a quick study yeah i i've traveled around and uh, in search of answers and stuff and that's how i got picked up by Katya Icebane right that's that's her yep commander and, icebane uh, hmm HBI joined, joined the uh hollow knights, right? That's what yes, it is. Sir. Yeah. Not hollow knight. And... We
0: are the hollow knights, the knights of the hollow order. Very careful work around here. Yes. Two words.
4: Yes. <laughs> what do you look like? I,
5: oh, I am an Ara so I'm I'm a bird person. Um <laughs> but, uh, but
0: what? Are you ugly or are you?
5: I'm a cutie for sure. No, I'm actually beautiful. It's a flaw. Um,
0: <laughs> so beautiful, be-
5: beautiful to a fault. Uh, anyway.
0: Take one d four damage. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: I'm actually nine years old. Ericokra have a um, lifespan of thirty years. So nine years old is actually uh, getting up there in are Like thirty-five. Age.
7: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh! You only live for thirty years.
5: Yeah, and given that we only live for thirty years, we actually. Actually, my family lives pretty driven and uh, uh, we're, we're pretty hardcore at times. You know, um, and trying tape. to trying to make the most out of our years. So but anyways, I'm of a hawk, a rare hawk variant of Aarakocra, um, like a red tail hawk. I'm mostly white feathered, um, like white belly, white wing. Um, but I've got like brown tips and brown dots. And my head is like a golden brown. Also, why I wear the dark clothing to try to mask that sometimes when I fly at night. and whatnot. Furries,
0: we have done this for you.
4: <laughs> I was just gonna, Just like... <laughs> just so Honestly, I... This is just, you know, strategic. You know, n- normal birds cannot control their sphincters. Okay. Can you control your pooping? Or... <laughs>
5: Well, yes, out of out of years of practice. It does take us about <laughs> twice as long than most That uh, adolescents. That's monk training. That's but, like, uh, Yes, <laughs> I didn't go over my, my monk training.
7: This is
4: all <laughs> canon. He can control his poop. It takes a long the, time to the learn.
6: Temple. I studied at the Temple of the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go over my monk training. My
5: monk training, basically, my dad, uh, we had a monk. Obviously, we actually, since we're nobles, we had a pretty big estate, actually a pretty renowned, um, like one of the natural, not natural, unnatural man-made wonders of the world called the, the Patang Spires or Spires of Patang. That's probably Spires better. of Patang. Spires of of Patang.
0: That one's going in the notes. <laughs>
5: yep. Patang's my last name, you know. Yeah, um, we, we live in man-made spires off of like bluffs, like cliffs over a seaside kind of deal. Um, these spires look like someone like took chops through the bluffs to create these spires um, and only creatures of flight or unnatural movement can reach the top of the spires we don't have stairs that go to the top levels because we're bird people Um, but this this monk uh, my trainer was one of the few uh, who did go into the top levels because he could just walk on walls yeah, and and he was uh, he was my trainer in martial arts, which my dad required. Uh, ended up getting along with Bang, the monk's name, my monk uh, trainer. Patang. Um, oh, well, well, he wasn't a Patang. He was he was just some Bang, monk, he was, monk like, of house Patang. Human half of I don't know. All right, I'm getting too into it. Um. Uh, just anyway, what's,
4: what's your role? Just quick, what's your role? Yes, mm-hmm. and your call sign.
5: Oh, right, right, I'm the Watchtower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I've gone for too long. My role? Fuck, what is my role? My role is to the fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> Shock Trooper? Honestly, I'm probably more of a
6: control. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. Because Anna's the... the medic, the burglar escape artist. Uh, Susie, what are you?
6: I can be the uh survivalist,
0: I think. <sighs> that works
6: yeah. out. Does anyone I mean, have any? two
3: survivalists.
0: Yeah, I, Wait, you, I, I, said you were... you, I said you can have up to two of the same designation anyway. Right, yeah. So you can overlap. That should be fine. That's
3: fine.
6: Who else is a survivalist?
3: Uh Me. I, I thought I, you I've just said you were the shock trooper I, i'm like half and a half kind of i'll <laughs> <Well, I've, I've
6: laughs> yeah. take the other one <laughs> I a <laughs> me i'll be okay. the shock trooper if you're the survivalist damn it uh, <laughs> all right susie uh let's just get cold in here or is that <laughs> susie cruz
7: no <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> 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 no keep it going no. <laughs>
6: Susie Cruz, some say she has ice in her veins. Unrelated <laughs> to Kacha Ice Vein. Um a tiefling of the the icy bloodline, forgetting the name. The Levistus. That big bad guy. He's he's like the icy demon lord. I do not know
3: this. I have that bubble um, in front of me. Yeah, I think he's yeah. an ice fiend, yeah. Uh,
6: Susie is an elegant lady of the academy. They they hold themselves to a high standard. They somehow got miraculous passing grades in the academy. Teacher's favorite, always doing extra tasks after class. That's not a bad, that's not a terrible. <laughs> uh, basically, I worked for the academy to kind of make a living and stuff like that. So I got a lot of extra training.
7: What do you look yeah. like, Susie? They said it a little you know. bit,
6: but. Uh, yeah, so Susie, being the tiefling that they are, they have some kind of curly Q horns that go backwards a bit. They've got shaven, like the undercut sideburns, and then a little bit of long hair on top, pulled back. Paler skin in the light, like sunlight, but then in more dimmer environments, you see this kind of blue hue or tint um, along their skin. And then they also have kind of more on their upper arms, what look kinda of like icicles, just ever so much jetting out. Ooh. But they're they're hard like bone and aren't chatterable. That's a fucking yeah. sweet tiefling variant yeah. right there. That's tight. Uh they they wear some kind of hidey hide armor, so it's got a little bit of a thickness to it, but over that, while traveling, there is a fine outfit that they wear to show off that they are a lady of the academy. And there's this little crystal y cherry blossom pendant that they wear at all times Love it, and that is Susie
0: cruz
4: just because everyone else has shared their childhood trauma do you have any ptsd <laughs> the,
0: it's the emo band, absolutely requ- emo band requirement
6: <laughs> absolutely not Susie actually had a great childhood growing up until some things just kind of changed within themselves some things not to see yeah some there were some family family issues that we won't get into now they they don't like to talk about it in fact, Susie was the name uh, given to them at the uh, academy. So Ooh. Susie was oh. not the name. I see. They were given.
4: It will be my entire. It, it'll just be my goal to learn what your name was before Susie. It's
1: gonna. It's gonna be Astra's goal to get everyone. Yeah. Everyone's PTSD on the table.
0: <laughs> she, it, it,
1: Asha, I'm
7: a medic and also the
0: therapist. Medic, right? yeah,
3: she's like, it's like yeah, clerics so like confessor c- kind of thing. Always, <laughs> Sit down, let me yeah. heal your mind. Do you want to talk yeah. about it?
6: <laughs> That that actually is probably a good segue though. So Susie is kind of trying to they've been trying to figure out kind of their purpose going from job to job, getting recruited straight out of the academy by Kacha Ice Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, that first initial campaign, uh, ended since then, they've kind of been, you know, doing odd jobs, kind of sword for hire type of work.
0: Did you go back um, to Centerra City or Fiona's Promise? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
6: I would think at least that's where they would pick up some of their first jobs out Wait. of the, the trip back. Yeah. Any
0: questions for Susie? Any, uh, clarifying deets? We're almost ready to fucking get into it. Oh, so. i don't know
1: who else said this but uh what was suzy doing when we got disbanded i'm curious
0: oh suzy just said just kind of working
1: and... job to job pretty much sword oh. for
6: hire type of work
0: right which opens up a wide range being an ex Knight, you know you're like all huh? right oh, yeah, yeah never
6: really they, an they never, they never like really got, yeah they never got too comfortable in the same place for too long because the the type of work that Susie would do would always draw attention. I love bad the way, again. way you
0: I love the way you talk about your work, Susie. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. very professional. Very John Wick.
6: Yes,
3: um, I am a lady. I am a lady of the academy. Uh oh, yeah, right. you said she has sideburns?
7: Yeah, I was going
3: to say... It's, uh, no, like oh, an sorry, under- not sideburns.
6: Yeah, undercut. um, Side I, not undercuts. I undercut. was going to say...
0: <laughs> it is called an undercut.
6: Sideburns
4: are Yeah, so are I had the undercut part,
6: right? Out. I just didn't know what to call Got a me, Yeah, okay. No, um,
4: so, um, Susie also has a beard.
7: <laughs>
6: there we go. It's made of ice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's fucking just great. a bunch of frost. Yeah, you just,
4: like, break off an icicle of your beard and just stab someone with it. No big deal. <laughs> oh,
1: that's hardcore.
3: You will
6: <laughs> notice sometimes on... Susie's armor or robes. Uh, a little bit of frost sometimes, just depending on the, the mood.
4: If the mood so. strikes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Alright. I love that. Frost and the armor. Good deeds. You guys are Oh, I also we,
6: talk, we did touch on it. Susie, although like a higher, like older than Hero, and Drake, Drake, Drake. were you, are you Hero's age?
2: Yeah, I'm a little oh, older. I'm a little older.
6: So like kind of probably in between where Hero and I are at the Academy and yeah. always felt like the two of you were threats to my, my good standing there. But so, I was always the one getting assigned
0: the missions to give you guys the gist of it. I'm going to say this. I think this doesn't get rid of, uh, unreveal anything, but Hito, Drake and Susie, Hito was like this person who would go to class only when the tests happened and get a hundred percent or like 95%. And then he was always out doing independent study with, you ice vein. then shortly after i would imagine you did well at academy as well drake you know it was like something that you were like oh i like i've already done this like my dad taught me this and so mm-hmm. you were able to like also do that and then suzy Susie, suzy Susie, you Danny you and i talked about this how did you get such good standings
6: <laughs> i i don't know i i was the best Cruise? academic
0: everyone loves uh, suzy cruz you know
6: yeah very charming <laughs> charismatic and i'm
0: let me be honest mm -hmm. i'm not trying to insinuate anything problematic or weird here it's true like suzy cruz (laughs) i was
6: about to say say, they are good with a sword but that sounds bad again
0: (laughs) Uh, we really are trying not to do that but like like, i I (laughs) could have picked any
6: other weapon than a sword but (laughs) Oh. full arm my
0: long blade um
6: actually
5: proficient in sword swallowing too oh here we no. go um
1: <laughs> uh, real
0: performance uh, that's not that's not it suzy cruz just everyone just loves suzy cruz uh, she just got the highest marks <laughs> don't know why yeah, for no related she, reason well, no, she would do jobs in the you know the job and i talked about this with <laughs> a few they actually one of the jobs hito and drake We're already working with Katya and they went on one of these jobs for the Academy as well. This is right before you guys started the storm herald campaign. So they had a little prehistory before you guys.
6: Yeah. It's probably good to note too. So the, the, teacher or professor at the academy a uh, Dolores
0: I have it on a, a, the character document but I don't want to pull that up Probably right like there.
6: Dolores ever something. I, I don't know yeah like it that. was
0: maybe that well we'll we'll rep on it but um, Dolores was for sure her name. Dolores person kind she was your a sponsor line. not necessarily a professor she's a sponsor and a board member
6: sure okay they kind of took on like a, a maternal role for Susie after the the family trauma so so that's kind of where that closeness came from and favoritism almost.
0: Your sponsor does sit on the board of the school, you know, but uh, they also do have teaching designation at the academy, so.
6: Probably could have led with that. (laughs)
0: That would be so much up. Yeah, but, you know, you don't (laughs) got to drop all the backstory. You guys give a little tidbits. I like it. We'll flesh it out. All right. Astra.
4: Okay. I am last but not least. (laughs) Astra Alina, the Lightworker, is um, an ASMR Twilight Cleric. So she is... Close to six feet tall, but not quite. um, Very fit. She's got pale silver skin with starlight eyes and midnight black hair. Um, She wears black armor with a crest of seven stars on her chest, um, as well as a diadem with seven stars on her forehead. She... Beneath her armor has small constellation tattoos, kind of all over, kind of like some on her shoulder, on her wrists, everything. But they are so small, they look like freckles. She often wears a black hooded robe with silver lining because she tries to keep a low profile, um, but she is an Ace mar, so that's a little bit difficult. Um, and always with her is her dutiful sidekick, Lumi who is so cute, and he's a little white barn owl. Not little. I mean, he's, like, over a foot tall with, like, a 45-inch wingspan, so, like, not little at all. But um, it's a white barn owl, which is very – it's rare, and they have jet black eyes. So white all over with, like, just pure black eyes. Um, she was born in Centara to human parents, um, which is pretty normal, but all of her older siblings were much older than her and, um, were all human, so she didn't quite fit in with her, um, siblings, and they were kind of disinterested in her and didn't have a relationship. Her parents kind of struggled to, um, they were awesome parents, but they just didn't know how to raise an ASMR, and I'm 60 years old right now, ASMR lived to be, um, 150 or older, so I'm 60 years old now, and I look like I'm 30 years old, and um, so it's hard for me to make any relationships with people that don't live that long because I've just seen my parents pass and all of my siblings pass, so I made friends with my familiar who will never die, and that's my friend, (laughs) but yeah, so that's why I made friends with Katya Icevane when I was so when I had to go into service when I was about 20, 40 years ago, because Katya is also um, long lived. She's
0: also blessed with age.
4: Yes. so In
0: this world.
4: So we bonded over that. And we were both on the front lines. I as a medic, um, and she was more of a scout. So um, that's how I knew her. So I did my few years in the beginning, and then I am a sage. So I go out and I've traveled literally the world, even to the Elven Kingdom, just a little bit, kind of sneakily, to gather information. Um, And that is my goal, is to gather information from people and books and all different types, nature and everything. So that's what I've been doing since after our last mission um, is... I've just kind of been going out and visiting libraries and religious um, buildings and everything and gathering information.
0: Does anyone have any questions for your healer, Astra?
4: Yeah, I'm a healer of the heart and the body.
0: <laughs> and the mind. Let's we'll
4: see.
0: <laughs> uh, then I think just a little more talking from your boy. And so... Ugh. We are going to start, <laughs> I'm serious, I'm keeping it, I think, into seven minutes here. It's my goal. Uh, okay. So, after this, I, I want to get right into the story here. So, it's been six months since you were discharged. And I don't know wherever you are, but our scene zooms in to the Mount Tarnish. This huge volcano, dormant, you know, it's this huge, towering higher than Mount Everest. You know, Sentira City has this great, like, Mount Fuji sort of view, like Tokyo might. And... You know, we zoom in on a bustling city. There's the sounds of, uh, you know, foot traffic and birds singing. And we kind of come upon a a tall, bald-headed human. Uh, He's got olive skin and he's walking by himself. He's got like a loaf of bread in his arm. Uh, You, the party, would recognize this as your blood chief, Horgel Nectar. And blood chief Nectar was promoted to blood chief when Lady Scargo died. And he's walking, he's smiling, Uh, he's in looks to be an outskirt area of uh, the city when all of a sudden there is a green flash that pierces Mount Tarnished. Like a bolt of lightning magnified times a hundred. It lights through the sky and there's that sort of like lens flare. You guys know what I'm talking about? That reverberation that you see sideways. And the worst fucking thing you could imagine happens. The mountain, like shrapnel, (sighs) moves outward in all directions. Just these huge mountain themselves sized boulders moving out and like falling into the city. Completely apocalyptic in instance. And you see his eyes go wide as he starts to run and boulders are raining down. The camera pans, people are screaming. You see people crushed over and over. And you see um, him running, running as fast as he can. You see him transform as he runs into a bear. That's huge, this eight-foot-tall brown bear. And you see that that skin turn to bark at the same time. And he's running. People are dying. And he looks up, and he sees these monolithic kaiju. These beings the size of mountains um, with these strange, like, glowing blue vein-noting them. He sees dozens of fully-sized ancient dragons, a Tarrasque these horrible, horrifying monsters, all with these veiny kind of patterns along them in light blue, uh, spewing along with the shrapnel. And some of them are spewing out these crazy leech-like worms uh, that are purple and just going everywhere. And as soon as they hit people, they're going rigid and turning against and trying to cause chaos and attack people. And you see Horgel Nectar run. He runs to his house. He sees it crushed. And just then he sees his daughter, his eldest daughter.
7: Dad, dad, dad.
0: As a boulder comes over top of her. But right before she's crushed, a flash of black (laughs) sweeps her out of the way. And a nectar feels a huge jerking against his body as a boulder (laughs) smacks down right where he would have been to save his daughter, holding his daughter. Hedo the menace and the one who had nudged out uh, Blood Chief Nectar was Drake the reaper he goes he comes out of bear form (laughs) what's going on he's crying you can see what what the hell is happening Blood Chief
1: listen I, I don't know shit about what's going on but we need to get out of here my family is in this carriage all right we're getting them out you get them You get your daughter, you leave, okay? If you feel safer, I'll take your daughter with me. But I'm
0: staying here, my family's leaving. Uh, I need to help as many people as I can. He looks around and he sees that his whole entire house is crushed. And underneath it, he sees just the left arm of his wife just completely, and it's got her ring. And in it is just a note that just says, I love you. Uh, Buggy, and, he, and he just you goes need to go. No, we have people to save. I'm with you. Uh, mount up. And she's like, "No, Dad!" He's like, "Who's driving this thing? Get
1: her out of here!" Who's, who's driving? All right, Reaper. Uh, I, go, now, I go Go into the. I go into the. I go into the carriage. Uh, I, I wake up the driver that was about to take us to school. I slap him. I get. Let's get out of here. Get them out of here. Get them to safety. I don't care where the fuck you take them. Get them out of this city now. Uh, I get
0: out. And our camera pans away uh, as that cart trails away. Beasts, and you start to see in the distance these strange dark magic portals open up. Legions. Tens of thousands of mind flares and underthing dwellers, um, all with strange venous markings, not the mind flares and things like that, as we zoom out into this apocalyptic scenario, and we see a top-down of Miyazakiya. And where there are mountains in each of the regions, you see big explosions and captivations. The mountain ring around Miyazakiya as well, has been compromised. Beasts erupting from inside. Uh, years later. You've all been amassed. I don't know where you've been, but we are going to zoom to three years later. Sentara is effectively fallen, but you all survived. You are the last standing order of the Hollow Knights, the Blood Hunters, and you've been collected through the work of your peers, Hero, Drake, and even um, Iki, collecting members again for one final stand and information because you have found the location. The Eternium and the back of the book that got our Hollow Knights fired, or at least that they think did, um, before things happened, was an inscription burned into their minds. If they've never been able to forget it. They think about it every day. It said, "What has been shall come again. What will be has always been." A thousand cycles ago, the people of Yarth made a weapon to fight against the Remembering. Using the power of the Infinium, the Eternium and its gauntlet were created. Here it has stood longer than time, an immortal flicker of hope against the law of the cycle. The Eternium awaits its champions, the wielders of the goblet. We await our vengeance. Iki, over the course of the three years, studied and studied and studied, as well as Astra, and through their collective efforts and Katja's intel and missions that Hero and Drake underwent, they found, through uncovering ancient lore, what they think is the location of the Eternium. Three years, you're all collected. Kacha Ice vein and Horgel Nectar uh, were on a drop ship ahead of you. You're doing a high altitude, low opening operation. They dropped in a headship with a team of dwarven commandos to clear the LZ, and we see our party just temporarily all on the bow of a ship. One of the last dwarven airships, it's rickety. You guys are high up there. The air is thin. You are each equipped with a gem upon breaking. It will take an action. Actually, I think I can say a bonus action for breaking of that sort, because it's just a crushing action. A gem of Featherfall. So this is how you were trained to do like insertion operations. It's in fact how you guys got into the Orctum for the Storm Shaman campaign. You have been briefed and your mission is this. You know this going in. Your mission is to drop into the center of enemy territory into the basin of Mount Tarnished. From there, find the Eternium and proceed with your best judgment and decisiveness. Survive as long as you can. In the distance, you hear, <laughs> as you know, the Dwarven Empire is assisting Sentara in one final stand as a distraction about 40 miles away and the front line um, to give you guys a sort of cover to do this mission.
5: Wait, hold up. What's the goal of our mission besides survival?
0: drop That's it. into the center of enemy territory you would know this especially Iki, going into this underneath the mountain mount tarnished where the enemy erupts the lore states and swears you found it in three or four different like old like oral stories underneath the place where the collection begins is the key to its salvation and so you think that it's hiding right underneath the nose of like the collection so
1: we're just okay. diving right into the deep end, right into where all this is
0: like are. right where we the mountain we saw blown up. Like, imagine we panned and saw that mountain to being destroyed and things strewn everywhere mm-hmm. to three years later, panning back up into the stratosphere where you guys are approaching with ships on this last mission. And there's like a war going on. Dragons fighting these like huge airships and but giving you guys uh, some airspace to get in here. And we start with you guys. Uh, you already jumped. This is where we're going to start the story. and we are gonna say you jumped and you don't hit the volcano the into the interior basin right the sky meets the crisp mountain volcano top at about twenty thousand feet Uh, and we're gonna start initiative at ten thousand feet so make sure we all bring up owlbear here Uh, you guys are diving
1: I i would like to note that uh hero has already casted mage armor and find familiar on the on the plane
0: that is a great question, actually, because I did pose this in a way where you guys are going into a mission. I want you to be able to have done your precastings, like things you guys would have done before this. So love that. So you did find familiar. You, so you have your familiar on you. I'm no, assuming candy, all the time.
1: candy's flying next to me. And yeah, yeah my mage armor is on. Okay. Uh, it looks like spectral apparitions of shadow, like shadowy tethers, just like kind of climbing up and down myself.
0: Love that.
4: And I also would have passed find familiar. Okay. So, yeah,
0: you guys yeah. cast it if you, like, lose your familiars. Like, right. you know, yeah. you can bring them yeah. back yes. with a ritual or with that stuff at any time. But you, I'm assuming unless they get hurt, they're always with you.
4: Previously, yep. was right. I also able to give Vigilant Blessing or not this time? Yeah, you could. Okay. Can I give um, Vigilant Blessing to um, Susie?
0: Susie Cruz, you have uh, advantage on your initiative roll.
6: Nope. I also would have uh, pre-casted Armor of Agathas. Okay. Uh, which I get from my bloodline. So I have 10 temporary hit points. I am covered in a thicker layer of frost. If I get struck by melee, I'll do some reflective damage.
3: Love that.
0: Anyone else have any pre-spells, anything they want to say
3: you uh, guys are flying down? I would have cast Goodberry the night before <laughs> to give everybody a one berry. Or, or uh, well, whether there's six of us, I could have given some people too. I really, it really like It only really heals that. you a hit point. But it's a <laughs> only good only heals line. you a hit point, but it's good. Home with I before
5: I also would have cast healing elixir. Basically gives me a free health potion. Since I, yeah, I just, since I did it before yeah since I did before the rest I the rest both still have both of my spell slots
0: as commandos you guys would have be prepped for this stuff you know it's like you're not going into this last rest mission like with a hangover and duct tape you know <laughs> like, right like, <laughs> i mean you guys uh, you, you know you're very spread thin uh stuff like that and i even want to say you're part of the mission because Katya and Horgel dropped with those about two dozen dwarven commandos in the forward team. Like, sort of clear the area. But you guys were given two things to make sure you bring. Um, there's two packages that you guys have to carry. One is the book. Katya handed Iki the book, um, but it's covered. Uh, and she says... Interesting. She handed it to me. She says, don't look at this before it's time. It will kill you. And she hands it to you. It's fully wrapped. It's like you would have to, like, physically... Unwrap it from a sack and then they also give you uh, and I feel like this is big so they would probably give it to either like the cleric or they would give it to Nalakoa. It's a big exercise ball-sized... Uh, it's like a little small exercise ball-sized thing, and it is uh, what you guys have been referred to as a bomb-bub. It is a bomb It's a bomb. But it's a relic. Huh? It's like something Katya, like, has been working really hard to find specifically for this mission. It's called the uh, the Karma Bomb of Kamartaj, And it's like, she calls it her last, like, if everything goes to shit, we might have one more chance because of this thing. And so she searched high and low, found this thing, and it's, you guys have to bring it with you so it's a big thing i feel like you can have it strapped to your back like they put it on a backpack because they don't want to like hinder you so it is on your guys back i just want to note that you're carrying it do we so know how to arm it you shoot it but it has to okay. be with the intention of a person who it will assist and it's attuned to katya ice so only katya or someone who she did would designate as an assist which is you guys can blow it up it is okay. immune to damage from all enemies
1: I would, uh, I would like to say that while we're all suiting up, wherever we're dropping from, Hero, right before we drop, says, All right, we fall, do what you can, get down. When we get down, we group up. We get together, find cover, and then we'll see how it goes from there.
2: Going on with the precasting I'd probably precast aid. Uh, I can choose up to three creatures, and their maximum hit points increase by five oh, for fun. eight hours. I would probably cast oh. it on Hero, Astra and Susie.
6: That's dope. So it's not, that's not temporary, right? No, nah, it's your max. It's
2: it's max. So nope. your maximum hit points go up by five for eight hours
6: nice. That's fucking money. Assuming we get like that five right away? Yeah,
0: Yeah, you do. I'll see you guys having
4: them. You you. say we're
1: going in prepared. Were we given
5: any like healing potions off the rip or not?
0: What you have and what you've collected over the last few years is like truly enough. I mean, you you guys, we're gonna go into more and more about, you know, I wanted to do it this way for drama and to get you guys right into the action, but it's been hard. Something happened where all magic items that weren't relevant or personally powered through a person's magic stopped working. The gods Mm. stopped communicating. It, it is truly hellish. And the fact that you guys are mounting what resistance you have is amazing. Think of it, Quinn. The, the analog I'm given here is imagine if the Reapers from Mass Effect came when before we were pre space age or something. Yeah. You, you know, it's like there's no chance. Like you do mm-hmm. what you can to fight back against it. But over three years, they've just that's their whole thing is they collect all the humanoid races and all the races of beasts and people. And so they all turn against people. And then it's like, you know, it's hard to fight that. Um, right. So you, what you have is you guys have collective decadence of the apocalyptic scenario. So you are I'm falling down. That. And I want, God. before you guys roll initiative, I want a really quick perception from everybody. Give me, give me a perception. I got a perception for you guys to look at you. Uh, first Pass, roll? First you're roll. Passers, roll? You're going roll. through. Imagine just... <sighs> I'm rolling? Air. Wait, are rolling. we rolling? You're rolling perception before oh. you roll a new initiative.
4: We're rolling new initiative? That's uh, a natural 20?
3: The, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, 21 total.
4: It was the only good roll I had last session. That's
2: fine. Susie got a 10. <laughs> 20 for
3: a 20 total.
2: Uh, okay.
4: I got. I got 13. Oh, with advantage. Who's Wait. tracking
5: this? Do you want someone else? Oh, yeah, can someone else stuff? track
4: initiative
0: this time would be great. I love the activeness of someone else tracking. I can track initiative.
4: I got you. I got sticky notes for
7: me. Okay.
0: So Natty twenty for uh for your boy Drake. Drake, Drake. All right. All right. So, and what did everyone else get? Who got who got a fifteen
3: or higher?
7: Nope.
3: I'm over fifteen.
0: Okay, who got, uh, did you get higher than 19?
3: Yeah, I got a 21.
0: You got a 21, okay. So first things first, as you guys are coming down past the rim, you're in dense fog. It's kind of all hazy all the time in this area. But you do see, I would say, uh, anyone who got a 15 or higher, so Nolikoa and Drake, you guys both see baddies. You see these, like, kind of crazy, deranged underground dwarves with, you know, they, they got the veins going on. Uh, and they're on hippogriffs, and you see about eight eight of them. I don't see And the hippogriffs have this orange, venous look to them, too, uh, and some alarm must trip because you guys see them as soon as you pass, like, the point. They all shuffle and start to turn, but you guys have significant gain on them. The fight wouldn't start for another 10,000 feet, but you guys know they're there. Uh, and about 15 of those... Uh, there's about 15 of those crazy little twitchy Darrow elves on eight hippogriffs that you see. Uh, if you got a 19, you see as you're coming in this writing uh, along the wall. And at first it looks like just the etchings of like mm, rock. Um, but you do see it almost looks like it's written in a script that looks like a shorthand, like a cipher language. And um, with a 21, Nolikoi, you would know that it's Thieves' Camp, but you can't read it. With a 22 and a nat 20, Drake, you see on the Griffin, on the hippogriffs, in the front of a few of them that only seem to have one rider, that there are, something's weird with the wind, and you can infer there's an invisible rider in the front of three of them as well. And with a nat 20, you read the thieves can't. You hang out a lot with Hiro, so I think you're smart enough to decipher that. On the wall, it says, the cipher that burns your mind must be said aloud and realized. Only then shall you be accepted. You guys get to 10,000 feet. Roll initiative. I'm assuming because you guys saw the bad guys, you all know there's no surprise round. Right. You're able to communicate like you're yelling, you're falling down.
4: It's going to go, uh, cow your you're first. Okay. Then you, Ian then Connor, then me, then Danny, and then Quinn.
0: And all the monsters,
5: then me.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say, we'll find out about the monsters.
0: You guys can move laterally um, with a DC, I would say, over a DC 10 dex is going to allow you to move your full speed uh, in this like laterally, but because you're traveling at terminal velocity, Um, You, and because, really, because your dungeon master doesn't have a 3D map, (laughs) Um, It's everyone's going to stay on the same plane in this dimension. Does that make sense? Sounds good. Okay. Fabulous. So.
4: Are you going to roll initiative? Yeah, I'm going to roll initiative. I just
0: want to know one more thing. This is for you players. You can do this tool here that is the protractor, um, and that is going to give you the distance. So it's about... Ten feet per box, not five. So it's just a little bit double. So just keep that okay, in mind when you're moving. Um
5: I do have a question. Yes sir. Since flight is my shtick, can I still get verticality on everyone?
0: Um when traveling at terminal velocity, um I, I can would stop
5: add. traveling at terminal velocity.
0: Right, and I would say I would say that, but it they're gonna keep moving so fast, it's mostly gonna take you out of the fight. It's about hundred eighty-nine feet per second. Um, that people travel, so if you consider, like, in a turned round of D&D, that would be, you know, it's like... So you guys have, at 10,000 feet, seven turns to, um, hit your, to crush your gem. before. Otherwise, you a- take 20 D6 damage. Uh, 15, three. <laughs> hey, I'm ahead of someone. Uh, the important yeah. one was actually three. Um... <laughs> Uh, and the last one is a twelve. As this initiative is coming up, uh, I'm assuming you know. So
4: wait, um, I tied with the fifteen.
0: Uh, what's your bonus? Zero. Then they go first. Drake, no, Noloko, like, how would you guys like alert the party uh, to like this as you guys are falling through?
2: These guys.
3: Enemies all around us. Keep your eyes out.
2: Um, There's
0: invisible ones along with the, with the ones you can see. You'd have to be sh- shouting it, right? You're like, "Bam!" <laughs> yeah.
1: No, 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 Qua, you like, ready we're... to get some more scars?
3: <laughs> Let's go.
6: Does anyone oppose to us doing the whole, like, hold hands in the air coming down? <laughs> I love that. And thank you for oh, using descriptors.
3: <laughs> it would look cool. I don't know, is it good for combat?
7: Yeah, I, I mean, we, we can
1: start with it. <laughs> um... We
7: don't need it. I would like to right away.
1: I don't know if I think it's my turn right away. Uh, right away. I want to send my. I want to send Candy down before me. Um, so he can like split second get a reach of the land of the base of the volcano before us, so that I can quick flip back and get a like a site for where where we need to drop. I need Um, you
0: to have Candy actually roll an ac- acrobatics for me on this move because you guys are traveling so fast. Like a peregrine falcon can travel, No.
1: know? Uh, she got a 15.
0: That's just enough. You see barely going faster, but then it finds its footing. Candy sips a little lower. It's like really hard. So you guys are cooking. Um,
1: um, and then right away, I just want to use a bonus action with my telekinetic hand and try to just bounce the first dwarven rider that I see off the wyvern or any anything that they're riding.
0: Um. So, do you, are you readying an action? Like, is what you're doing? Are you readying that action? Because I, sure. like I think you're Sure. Like the first
1: telecam- one that comes, we'll say the okay. first one that comes close to me. I'll try to just bounce it off, like the the rider away from us.
0: Okay. So, love that. All right. Uh, they're all like f- diving and flying down towards you guys. Like imagine this like descending bowl, and there's like the like these demonic hippogriffs turn then goes to oh god ah
3: oh, man i think i'm just gonna move closer to them uh not close enough to actually attack at this point you said you can move laterally right yeah can you roll can you roll me laterally.
0: uh acrobatics
3: uh yes that is Ooh. uh it's a 12
0: 12 good you can move your speed you're just like okay Going. you can move forward
3: all right, yeah, I'm going to move, so, 20, 30. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to rage yet, because I'm going to lose it if they don't attack me. Love that. So I think that's that's pretty much it. I'm going to take my mall out, uh, ready to pretty much just try to crash into the first person. Love that. All right.
0: So uh, you have your mall out. You're all ready. So you have the readied action to... Uh, attack when someone comes within your range yeah all right yes sir no more bone no bonus actions there who rolls next
2: Drake um is there if I were to use my action to decipher the um could I just write down or like take a mental note of the thieves cant that I saw
0: you have you can with an at 20 you you saw it and you recognized it similarly to the writing on the back of the book. You know, um oh, okay. I can give you a free check, uh, if you would like. Yeah, because I wanna... just didn't write it down. <laughs> roll me roll me a history check.
2: Okay. Um oh that's not good. <laughs> it is a five. Five. Yeah, you know, when Iki
0: was talking to you about, you know, some of the stuff, uh having to do with the Eternium over the course of those missions. You had been working with Hero. You guys have been on the road. You weren't listening.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, what, what, do I still have... Was that my action or bonus action? No, no, that's for free.
0: You assume... Okay. I'll let you get a little free check. You do assume, though, that that has something to do with the Eternium because that's
2: why you guys are here. Okay. Um. So then I will probably... I will... Hold an Eldritch Blast for the first enemy that tries to come for us. So when one of them makes a move, I'll Eldritch Blast Love that. Love it.
0: Uh, so when so you have a ready Eldritch Blast action, you guys are like, gang, gang. <laughs> um, which I'm in love with here. Uh, who's next?
4: Um, next is the first monster.
0: The first monster. Uh, so you do see uh, that... Uh, nothing happens uh, for you guys on this turn except for a couple things you guys see uh, one rider like from a couple like detach and sort of like go in freefall just like you guys uh, in a couple of different ways they can't really travel uh, that quickly so, I'm right here, and they sort of like go into the free fall dive too, as they are like kind uh, of like they look deranged and their eyes are glowing. They have like light blue skin and like just you know the purple markings of what you guys know to be you know, the collection leeches or uh, you know symbiotes, whatever you call them. Um, but that is it for their turn because they are not uh, controlling the ride. So, the next turn then goes to.
4: Um, to me, Astra. So Astra is going to cast, um, second level spell, See Invisibility. Mm. So for an hour, I can see invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible.
0: Love that. Um, so <laughs> this is great. You, um, pierce the invisibility veil, uh, and you can see, um, that... A couple things I think uh, you see that on the front of the riders are just like looking like commander, uh, com- like versions of these other guys riding along, but they have these huge crack like crackling lightning blue wizard staffs, each of them. And specifically, you notice that these riders don't have any of the veiny markings at all, um, and they all are like crackling with m- magical lightning energy. Uh-huh.
4: Are they riding so invisible the too. They are
0: the front riders, the ones that okay. you see lined in yellow. Um, and I don't know, what, do you point them out? or?
4: You... Yes, I'm going to point them out um, and just kind of describe very quickly, because we're falling, yeah. um, where they are and that they are there and to watch your back.
0: Give me a clip of that.
4: Um, I just put something in my mouth. <laughs> 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 <sighs> um... Yeah, so there's Wizard Bros over to the. Are we. Is this north? Is this due north?
0: uh Yeah, you can just call okay. it
4: north. So east, north, and south. No, west, north, west and south. north, and southeast. I don't know, directions.
1: All right. Astro. Use, use a clock. You could just say all directions as well. You got 12 o'clock.
7: <laughs>
4: o'clock. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. We got some (laughs) invisible riders, and I can see them and give you warnings when I can see them moving towards you. All
0: right. As the wind is rushing past, you're yelling this. Uh, Love that. Who's Mm. next?
4: Can I... Wait, quick. Yeah. Can I just have um, Lumi just like flying and falling just a few feet in front of me so he can tell me when the ground is coming?
0: Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Like a little ground detector? Can he roll acrobatics, please? That's enough.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, For the owl. Yeah. So it's gonna be. No.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So it just uh-huh. it barely dips down, probably like five ten feet ahead of you. Your kale, you know, it's like mm-hmm. trying to push. Uh, it it'll try its turn to get a little further okay. ahead of you. Um, who's next in the order? That's Lumi.
4: Um. Next is Susie.
0: Can you give me a bird call from Lumi? Lumi.
4: <laughs> Wait. Which one do you want? It's normal, like calm, like. Oh. No. No. You're in action oh. mode right now. Oh.
0: <laughs> love that there you
4: go uh, bird, bird sounds for the bird people out for there for the bird people out Wait, there did lumi make
5: that or was that uh, a? no that was me uh, <laughs> oh i give yeah. you just like a side eye i'm just like that's awful
7: <laughs> i love that uh, did you understand
6: <laughs> it
0: it was it was babble talk <laughs> turn then goes to susie
6: um, yeah, starting the turn, Susie, I think, would, knowing that our watchtower is more of a watcher and kind of squishy, uh, knows that they need protection. So kind of watching, like, making eye contact, uh, with Eki, or Iki, um, can you motion to me, we, we kind of done this before, what direction are you planning on going? Like, I'm looking for a direction from you to be on like your six kinda. And
5: I look at everyone and I go, Are we fighting or are we trying to just dive? <laughs> I guess we like we are diving as fast as we can. I
1: think we're diving as fast as we can. I wanna get to the I wanna get to the ground. Um alright, then I look at
5: you and I'm like I'm staying right here using my blasties.
6: Alright, um so I'll <laughs> do uh, kind of a one eighty from Eki and all ready uh Eldritch blast, um, and what that looks like for Susie: uh, three doves made of ice. They're not super well defined, but just these these big hunks of ice form into like this rough bird form, are just kind of surrounding Susie, ready to to strike.
0: I love that. That was a great description, and and you guys are killing it with this fall down as you winds rushing past you. Yeah, Iki, I did want to say. Um, if you want to, you can, like, spend your turn trying to, like, dive faster because of your flight speed. Um, however, I would argue that that would take you out of the fight, but it would give you, like, you know, you could get down faster.
5: Okay, it would just be me, though. I'm just gonna stick with the party.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, who's next?
4: Oh, um, monster number three.
0: Monster number three. Um... You guys see a horrific um, sight, kind of crackle past you. Uh, um, the from the invisibility, there's this like blue crackling from those three directions. Um, oh shit! See that? So just to Dubai. go by. Back here. Uh, I don't actually. I like the music. Should. I'll find more when we move into the future. Um, and you see these guys who were invisible. They all come out of their invisibility functionally. And there are just lines of lightning fly from each of them. I need some people to make some saves. First things first, a lightning bolt <laughs> zips for Astra. It catches in line. Is anyone else in that line? It is not. I need you, Astra, to please make a.
5: Do these invisible guys make themselves known when they're they all shoot known? Their as lightning? soon
0: as that happens, uh, they are all seen. Uh, Astra, can you please make a dexterity saving throw? Uh, you need to be 13.
4: 12 plus 0
0: is 12. Alright, Astra, you're gonna take 8d6 lightning.
4: <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I mean, ah, uh, no big deal.
7: Oh fuck! Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, I I might die just right now.
0: Guys, I think our healer got hit.
7: Uh oh. Uh,
0: Aster, you take nineteen points. Holy! That's pretty low roll. You lucked out. A lot of ones and threes in there. Uh, You take. You You take nineteen points of lightning damage. Lucky Uh, you. Another, Thank you
4: for that extra boost. Another player. guy's
0: flies. And this one's coming right at you, Nolokoa. And I think... So there is... I'm going to need Susie Cruz and Nolokoa to please make a deck safe. As oh, <laughs> a crackling thing of light flies by you. Oh, question.
5: Okay. a few of us readied up some actions. Did we ready them up? like would would any of the actions ready be able to release on some of these guys? Or they not? are
0: casting. um they did not move. so I will say Uh-oh. that if you guys want to, as soon as that as they're done, you can resolve it. I'm resolving this first, but then yes, your action will resolve. If you wanted to be like, I ready this for that because they're just they came oh. uninvisible and pushed, launched light. yeah.
6: Oh, so all the enemies, and we can do this, sorry, but all the enemies are on the same plane as us now, yes. so, like, distances to, Oh, okay. Damn, we probably could have blasted them. Oh, that's good. That's an 18. To 18, say. okay,
0: you're gonna take half. <laughs> Meliko, what'd you get? 15. 15, all right, you guys both pass, so you are going to take... Come on, healer. Can I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me.
4: The healer is taking all <laughs> the damage. All right,
0: you guys take six... 7, 13, uh... Yeah, you guys take uh, 20 half to 10 lightning damage apiece.
6: Oh, bummer. Oh, okay, that's... so that frost armor yeah. I conjured up uh, is shattered um, and I am no longer covered in frost.
0: Okay.
3: So half. it's 20 half to 10?
0: Half to 10. Okay.
3: I'm um, going to use uh, Stone's Endurance. Reduce that by an additional 1d12 plus... Oh my gosh, I take nothing.
0: You take no damage?
3: Yeah, I rolled a natural 12 on the d12 there.
0: Oh, let's go. All right, so you shrug this you lightning sort of shrugs bolt. it off. No, look, He uh, just
3: looks angry.
0: Uh, That's and- worthy of a scar, <laughs> is it? Susie, yeah. you kind of shrug it off too, huh? Well, so what... Yeah, actually,
6: so... Uh, Doing 10 damage, that's all the temp HP I had, so I, what happened was that lightning struck and it just shattered that ice layer, and it just fell off. Um, and yeah, I shrugged it off, like it didn't, didn't get my fleshy bits.
4: They must have a pretty good range.
6: With the 120 range on Eldritch Blast, I'll get the guy that hit me.
0: Yeah, no, if he fired out at you, you weave a line through, because you guys did ready those actions, so let's resolve that. And I would also argue that Drake, if you wanted to fire on the guy who fired at Nolokoa, and also uh well, three, your
1: ready to
0: Levitation ready to action, yeah. action or your uh, your ready action yeah. hero. Yeah. Who else had a ready yeah. to action?
3: I think it was just I, a three. I just readied to hit anyone who oh, yeah. came it's into zero, range. Huh?
0: Zero on a D
6: ten is ten, right? Yes. yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Your boy takes fourteen cold damage.
0: From the uh, dog. What would what, you? Uh... That was
6: max damage, so it's a 1d10 for ultra What was your attack? Get... What was it? Does oh, it that's hit? right, range attack. Oh, the... Yeah, what's your attack? Oh no. Well, it's a wizard, so. uh, I would use my charisma modifier,
0: right? Yeah. 15 to hit. That'll hit. Yeah.
6: Alright,
7: so, so 14 much damage? cold damage?
0: 14 cold damage? That's metal. That's sweet.
6: Yeah. I mean, it's max damage, so it's not going to happen a lot. But
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Um, could I go for the guy in the bottom right of the map? Uh, would I be able to hit him?
0: You intuit that he's there, but he—that is not satisfied your ready to action yet. He did not fire anything yet.
2: Okay. Which ones am I able to shoot at? The so
0: the one right here that like, uh, up in the okay. north end, up above. You would have seen a massive lightning bolt like fly really close to you and uh, Hiro Light Song.
2: Okay, uh, I rolled a 14 to hit.
0: You rolled a 14 to hit, that's also gonna hit. That's just barely gonna scrape by. To you, a fire, also double Eldritch bass power. They look different though. Three Ice Doves and then, what's your Eldritch Blast
2: look like? Um, probably just like a green, just probably like a nasty looking green beam, but if anyone were to look too closely at me while I cast it, you would see in my eyes like, the hands of a clock start spinning, and I'd assume that my amulet probably starts doing that, too. Oh, so. sweet. All right, great. And uh. he takes nine damage. Oh, fucking
0: okay. smashing him, guys. Nice work.
2: I also, uh, sorry, you can see
0: that right away already, he becomes uninvisible, <laughs> taking two Eldritch Blasts, and is bloodied. Yeah, was... sorry,
6: slight correction to it. It wasn't- My Eldritch Blast doesn't do cold damage, it does
0: force, yeah. just in case that,
2: that's yeah. gonna matter. You're just light.
0: flavoring it with the cold, that's yeah. fine.
2: I I saw another lightning bolt though, right?
0: Yes, there was a lightning bolt to the east that fired. Uh, would I the be west. able to
2: use a sorcery point and twin spell my eldritch blast, or would I have you ready to an action out, so I?
0: you could you could do it when you cast it?
2: All right, yeah. And I'll just, use a sorcery point and go for the other one too.
0: In the future, try to just have that like you know before, before. you attack, before we resolve it. I would okay, argue. Okay. Okay. But um, is it the same attack roll?
2: um no i think i need to roll again
0: um yeah roll again
2: uh yeah i rolled again it was a natural one (laughs) natural
0: one all right
2: so i don't think i hit
0: (laughs) yeah so you you send it down uh and the twin spell just sputters just uh almost like burns in the face barely misses hero light song uh You just get that one effect. Fucking watch it next time. Sorry. Oh my God. Roll the die. All right. uh, The other ready to action?
1: I got a 19 on the opposed um, athletics grapple check, and I'm going to try and push the one off that just uh, hit Astra.
0: Uh, It fails the grapple check. Uh, So I'm going to say you blast it. Uh, that would effectively honestly because of the physics of this game if I'm if I'm thinking with my mind It's sort of a, like you blast him up right even if he tried well, I'm gonna just put yeah, him, I
1: would it was just like an invisible source of nothing mm-hmm. just blasts him Feet like oh, upward like off of this wyvern. I feel like it would be sideways and then he would catch wind and just start flying
0: Yeah, I'm gonna just put that guy Somewhere out there for a little bit, uh, they just ah, uh, kind of move upward, and you see the hippogriff sort of like carry on in determination, like almost uncaring or unknowing that that it's right or left. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah lightning would sure be
1: hitting you again—at least
0: not for a little bit.
4: <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um,
0: and I think that then goes to whoever's next. I believe it's Iki, right?
4: It is Iki.
0: Okay um
4: Eagle daddy or what are you Falcon daddy Falcon daddy Hawk daddy which is even better really
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really Slayer sad I brought daddy to this so soon cool. <laughs>
5: sick um all right so what I'm going to do I'm casting sleep right around on these three guys in, um, in this
0: area these guys
5: yeah this this group so okay, what nice. I do is I roll 5d8. So yeah, i sleep. So what that does is, if it goes through any of their, like it goes to the first one first. So it hmm. will target the closest one. Um, yeah. No, it starts with the creature with the lowest HP. Lowest HP? Great.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so I actually range.
5: don't know who it's gonna target. I, I
0: got you. So roll those down. Roll those bones.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I gotta roll five. I only have three right now. Okay. So we have. 8, 6, and a 4, so
0: that's 18 Good.
5: right now, and um, then we have two more, so we got 24 HP worth of sleep,
0: okay, um, that, area. that is enough, uh, you see whoosh, this guy up in front here, um, and it's, it covers this whole area, this whole area, yeah, Okay. yeah, you see this front guy, radius. just whoosh, zonk out, and just whoosh, go up and out of the fight, like, you gotta concentrate on falling, spreads his arms, just flies off into the, just, you know, the nowhere, completely removing yeah. from the fight, um, however, no one else is put to sleep, Uh so nice work. Worth it.
5: Okay. I recognize that these guys have their lightning, so I'm going to choose to move myself to be less, oh know. less, clumped with the team. Okay. I Go think ahead. we should spread out a bit. I'm going to shout all that take as much damage much as possible one um, from these lightning attacks and as I move forward a little bit there.
0: Fabulous. Uh, I loved the turn. You guys are killing it right now. Uh, and the turn then goes to the final in the order, correct? Anna?
4: Yes, yep. Monster 2.
0: Okay, so you guys see them all move up each of these units, uh, it's gonna take the dash action. And they have more than enough flight speed.
7: Oh,
4: Lovely.
0: I'm scared now. <laughs> Maybe okay. that was a bad call. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the hippogriffs use their entire turn to fly and get uh, the dash action getting right up in the business of folks. Right up
6: in my face, hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that is the turn of uh the hippogriffs and we go back to the top of the order now there is one major change that's going to happen really quickly you are going to notice that this paint this purple this blue little area has been marked and it gets bigger each time you guys go down in your internal countdown you see six in your mind you have six turns you guys know you see the ground your training is good but your lz has gotten bigger uh, so you do see that you are on target because of the nature of where you've moved. The Lz is still on target for you guys. However, you are surrounded. Who's up? Uh, Can you remind it is me hero. again,
5: uh, real quick, um, how many turns does it take us to like slow down?
0: Uh, it literally, like on the last turn, like if you guys crush it, like just because you fall, like let's just call it 200 feet per second. Just because I don't want to do the math of 180 something. So 200 feet Mm -hmm. per second times six, right? That's gonna be about 1,200 feet per, uh, or I guess if we call it 10, you know, then it's like 2,000 feet per turn, depending if it's six or 10 seconds. So you're falling anywhere that fast. So I think anywhere within the final two turns to safely do it. um, If you do it before, you're actually still safe too. If you guys did it, then Um, you'd just be falling at a different rate.
1: On the on the third turn, I'm going to switch with uh, Candy to see if he finds a spot for us to land. And then on the second turn, uh, I'm going to try and direct us to land there. Um, Right now, I'm going to dash with my cunning action to the closest to the farthest guys towards uh, Nolokoa.
0: Yeah, can uh, can you roll an acrobatics? Yes.
1: That was almost bad, uh, 13.
0: 13? Uh, that's enough. So, Hito, you, like, (sighs) like, sprint or, like, just like an arrow through the wind, cut through, get really close, you see this huge hippogriff, and I feel like you could even, like, almost grapple onto the side of it or be close to them.
1: I would, yeah, I would try and, like, grab on to the side of the, like, on the side of the wing and then kind of grapple onto the back of it just
0: that I don't have the full front. For um, the sake then... of, like, the game mechanics, I can't say you're doing that, but for the sake of right. how cool it imagines. <laughs> like, cool. There, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, as I'm coming down, I, uh, actually want to stab my short sword into the hippogriff, um, And then hang on to it like that. Uh,
0: so, yeah, so you're going for an attack, and I will say you don't have so you roll attack. Um,
1: twenty-one to hit.
0: That's gonna hit big time. Roll damage. Three.
1: Nine damage.
0: Nine damage. Uh, you, yeah. bloody this Hippogriff as you yeah. like get it right in the vital zone, right full, between that. Full full
1: swan fire. dive down, and as I'm coming down, unsheath the sword, and as I'm I'm twisting, jab it into the side, and then I kind of like rear to the back of it
0: okay love that image um you're not attacking again right
1: uh no just that. Okay. not as i stab i'm gonna say don't fucking touch my healer
4: <laughs> i love that <laughs> shit uh
0: great uh
4: all right next is nolo
3: all right so uh noloqua is he is going to uh put his arms kind of back to direct himself uh down towards that other hippogriff near the uh southwest is that southwest of him that is yeah I love uh, that. about 25 like right yeah. here <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. puts his arms out to the side and as he moves in uh brings them back in all high above his head as mm. he's gonna just go straight for the hippogriff's head just love trying to not- take it out of the fight there
0: you guys are fighting like commandos i love to see i love to see it uh all right so I want you to roll attack.
3: All right. Are you that raging? That is really low. I am going to rage. Um, okay. I am definitely going to rage. Um, I also have a fever mark of foe. So I can do that um, for an extra 1d4 bonus damage. But uh, let me see here. Yeah, rage does not give you advantage on No, not on until attack, you get reckless so attack. So I only get uh, a 9.
0: Nine is not going to do it. So you go in to attack. And you swing. And the Hippogriff, just last second, like dodges out of the way uh, with the riders on top.
3: Do I end up tumbling past it or am I just like still kind of in this space here?
0: I think you're in that space. What was your acrobatics?
3: Um, Oh, my acrobatics. Oops. Uh, That would be a 15. No, it's a 13.
0: Still fine. So you were able to right. get over there. Maybe you were just like a little off steady. You know, you're a big guy. Yeah. Maybe these drops are like your least a favorite part. Lot of part. air resistance. <laughs> uh, anything else?
3: Oh uh, man, that's it. He he's raging, but yeah, he's Three. there.
0: It's focused on you. All right, turn then goes to
4: Drake.
2: Drake. All right, I will. Um. I'll use my movement to get to the Hippogriff that is right at my three o'clock. Okay. Love and that. as I get there, uh, don't, don't I need to make a check to move? Uh, just an acrobatic check, just like. Okay, let me do that first. Um, I don't think I pass it. <laughs> um, a three. <laughs> a three.
0: Uh, yeah, so you're trying to move uh, and you're able to like, uh, like move the direction you're looking um but as you fall through you know it's you kind of are like craning your head around and you're unable to fully actually utilize your movement this round
2: okay um then i will cast um ray of sickness on the per the person that's on the hypocrite that i was trying to get to
0: love that love that all right so roll uh is that a attack roll or a save
2: I roll and then you do a saving throw to see if you get poisoned or not. And okay. I, my attack roll was another natural 20.
0: Oh, sweet. Uh, double that damage. Yeah. That's um, uh, it does not save.
2: Okay, so then it is poison until the end of my next turn. Love that. Oh yeah, 48. Uh... I'm gonna have to
6: borrow
2: that d20. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 12. Holy shit. That's 20 plus... 24 damage.
0: Uh, you rotate, how do you do this? How do you, uh, just wipe that dude off, like, completely? Mar- him. Uh,
2: so, I would imagine after struggling to try to get over there, I'm kinda, like, laid out. And as I, like, go to try to grab it, I just shoot the ray out. And then... Mm. The green sickly beam of ray of sickness goes out as like my, whenever I cast a spell, my eyes go plop like the hands. So the hands are probably just like rapidly spinning due to like the frustration of not being able to get over there.
0: I fucking love that. All right, yeah. So you turn around and just poison, bubbling out of its mouth, frothing, Mm -hmm. and then it rolls its head up and just dis, like falls upward into the sky.
3: Get out of here. Nasty. (laughs) Uh, nasty. Nice
0: turn, Drake, fat nasty.
4: Um, Monster one.
0: Monster one. Uh, Monster one, these guys are. So right next to you, we are going to start with Susie. There is a bolt uh, that flies your way. I do get disadvantage firing crossbows like this though. Oh, so not a lightning bolt. Thank God,
7: okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's just the opening move. Like, I was
6: about to taunt th- this group all to my right here, but I uh, not if I get lightning bolted.
0: Uh, so three crossbow bolts are firing your way. Susie um, having disadvantage, however. Ooh, so that's the first one, miss ya. Yeah. Second one does a seven or a 18 hit you. Uh, what was that? 18? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, second one will hit and uh, Ooh, you're so lucky. I got a natty one and a natty 20 on this so a disadvantage uh, Two miss you uh, but one is gonna rail you for uh, three points of damage as it just sh- just sh- Barely glides past you. The guy right next to you is going to uh, hit you with a hook sword and Whoa. It's gonna swing at you. Uh, misses big time. As you get hit with the crossbow bolt and almost instinctually, I feel like dodge out of the way. Sorry, there's a lot of guys for me to move. Nolo Koa. These boys. Uh, this guy jumps off and tries to go for a swinging attack against you. Uh, does a 20 hit you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. gonna hit.
0: Okay, you're still raging, right?
3: I am still raging.
0: Okay. So it's going to just swing wide. Oh man, terrible damage here, Kyle. Just one point of damage <laughs> as it glances on is that you.
3: Rounded down to zero?
0: No, it doesn't <laughs> round down to zero. One is the one is the bedrock here. Um, however, right. you just like dinks off you, and you're just like, is this a joke?
3: Like, <laughs> it just glares at him. Uh, it's time really like, to do feet. this, fool. That's what he said. So, was
4: it holding on to him then?
3: It's trying. It's
0: like it just tried to hit him and it's like kind of like around him falling. Okay. Uh, Nolo, it's really close to you and spattering, and you can see just the. Around this thing, just the purple veins, and it's like light blue, grayish skin, and it's like. <laughs> and the eyes are all orange and bloodshot. You don't think it can necessarily like understand you in this state. Yeah. Crossbow bolts are gonna fire at Astra.
4: I, by the way, earlier forgot I'm wearing a ton of armor, so we good. Could...
0: 14. Mm-hmm. Either of those hit? Nope. Uh, nope. Alright, so ding ding. Like the, uh, the bolts just like glance off your like feet. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, yeah. this is nothing. Then I gotta go to the guys in the top in response to uh, Hito. This guy on top of you here, Hito up in the northeast, is going to. Uh, shoot at you. They're going to miss as well. There's more shots going here. Okay. All the shots miss uh, on these guys. (laughs) Uh, And this last guy uh, to the southeast of you, because they saw that Ray, uh, is going to jump off and try to get uh, on the Hippogriff. I'm going to have them just roll a quick effect. They pass. And so you see one guy, one of the smaller... Jump in, in synchronicity after your ray of uh, sickness. Then get on, and that turn is the next person.
4: Okay. Um. Next is me. Okay. So I am going to strategically cast sleep, and my sleep it's ninety feet range, ninety foot range. So I can get the hippogriff and the people on them to the west, okay. to the southwest, and to the, I guess, straight south.
5: Remember, sleep. I'm pretty sure does not discriminate whether it's friend or foe. I don't think. Is that true? Uh, it says creatures within 20 feet of the point you choose.
4: Well, no one, no one Sounds is within right, 20 yeah. feet though. Yeah. Um, he's uh the only one that would yeah. be close would be Susie, and Susie is outside of that range.
0: This no. Okay. This is cool. this is watchtower. Oh,
4: watchtower. Mm.
0: Oh. Hi. <laughs> uh,
5: you probably probably just aim for a group of three because I doubt you're going to get through all the HP of three of them.
4: Are you ready? I do 20. Okay. 20. That's 15. Oh, that might be right outside. So these-, these I can
0: count
1: yeah, it.
4: Yeah. Right Roll there. it. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Two ones and a six. Okay, eight. <laughs>
4: And oh, two for one. Oh no, that's oh, so ten. No, <laughs> terrible. Oh
0: man, uh, yeah. I'm super, super, super sorry, uh, Astro None of them fall asleep.
4: Well, they're all having good dreams. Just awake <laughs> dreams.
0: Yeah, just mildly um, drowsy. Yeah,
4: and then can I move?
0: Yeah, roll acrobatics. Eighteen. Eighteen, easy. Where are you moving?
4: Um, I'm going to move. Okay, I'm going to move to the north. So
0: you move up a little bit out of that range. range.
4: Yep, perfect.
0: Fabulous. Um, Who's next?
4: Um, I think then is Susie. Susie, Yep.
6: Okay, great. Susie brandishing uh, their their packed weapon. There is a uh, it's a rapier, by the way. Okay, I love it. Master of the blade. It is going to actually cast uh, green flame or green frost blade. Mm. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to make a melee attack against the goblin. Roll Ooh. it. Uh, so that is a 23 to hit. Big hit. And then I will roll 10 damage plus reckless vibes. I forgot about that in the last one. So That's 11 plus damage to your attack, right? Yep. So it's six on the die. Okay. Then um not your damage. oh actually sorry that was a little and then my charisma modifier is four so that's 10 damage
0: do i add proficiency to my melee attack damage uh no you do not it's just
6: okay so then it
7: would be
0: 11. okay 11 Um, damage plus your intelligence modifier for green flame blade uh that's what i was looking at your spell casting uh ability yes
6: that would be does reckless vibes attach onto that or no
0: well hold on You get it for your class as a warlock with Tasha's, correct? Yeah. So then it's a charisma. So plus your charisma is plus four? Yep. So you see a green frost. Uh, You hit this Darrow and it like kind of snarls at you as you like hit it. And maybe you smile back as this green blue teal frost like takes over its body and it just shatters Uh, and is out of the fight. Uh, and you see that frost spread slightly to uh, the Hippogriff uh, as it takes four damage
6: Um, and I will um, I can use my movement still right Uh, yes Um, I will try to lessen the gap uh, to my three o'clock to go towards the the other caster looking guy Uh, do I roll a dex that? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, roll acrobatics. Ooh. Uh, 12? That's good enough. The Hippogriff is going to take an attack of opportunity against you. Ah. Uh, it will hit you with a beak attack. It's going to be 20 to hit, so you're going to take... Oh, yeah. That'll hit. You're going
7: to
0: take take 12 points of beak damage as this Hippogriff... (laughs) tears into you. Uh, Twelve like, points? Back, like 12 points of damage. Damn, okay.
6: Alright, uh, that probably wasn't worth it. <laughs> I didn't... I, I wasn't really thinking that it was going okay. to attack, but that makes sense. Um, <laughs> mistakes are punished.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. He said people will die. He just didn't tell us it was going to be the first episode.
0: Uh. Ah, and
6: that
4: would
0: be... That'll be Susie? Susie's turn. Alright. Uh you see these guys. Uh do.
4: Susie, how are you feeling? You've taken a lot of damage. I'm
6: actually I'm about half I'm not yet bloodied because I had the temp HP and then I had the help from um Drake. Cool,
4: cool. Just
3: Remember to be- the uh uh, Nalokua gave you some good berries in the form of some mushrooms, so you can uh, Ooh. get
4: a couple of those. I like how we're all <laughs> eating mushrooms on this uh, skydiver oh, oh, Also,
3: So Reckless Vibe will go up. I'll
6: do a con save once I'm bloodied, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, cool.
0: yeah. Looking forward to it. Can you please for me uh, can you roll a dex save as you guys see once again, a lightning bolt. I'm gonna need
4: where are these a, lightning a, a bolts come So from. the
0: guy, the the expert riding again, uh, the one you flew closer to, Susie, uh, lights up it's just one more lightning bolt as it comes out of. Uh, yeah, that'll blade. be a. It's. I think I saved a nineteen. 19. It's going to go actually in line, and I'm actually gonna need Iki to make a save as well. That is within right. the line. That it lines up. Boo, 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 boo. I'm so sorry. Uh as lightning <laughs> a huge ray, but it will hit the hippocampus. I should
6: have gone in a zigzag. I'm so sorry.
4: <laughs> Everyone start zigzagging! Zigzag! 17, zigzag! 17. Formation. 17.
0: Uh can you roll a dexterity saving throw? Uh Eki.
6: Me? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's stupid.
6: <laughs> Two mistakes! Are <laughs> <or> not <laughs> unpunished. <Un-bonnet. laughs> Oh, is, is he going to hit his own teammate with it? He is going to yes. hit his own
0: teammate. Okay.
6: Fuck. Fuck off, bird. bird not good. Yeah. Bird. <laughs>
5: it's not good looking. Did you beat 14? No, I don't beat 14. I got 8. Wait, I do get proficiency, but that doesn't matter. Shit. It's only 10. Yeah, oh.
0: I guess take twenty-two points of electricity damage.
6: For me,
0: Iki, you're knocked. Uh, yeah, they just
5: hit. They don't have to like hit I- my AC or anything.
0: Uh, lightning bolt is a third-level spell.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, so yeah no, I'm out. It's a dex save, right?
0: It's a dex save.
2: Wait, yeah. so he's not?
3: Yeah, he is, no, I'm gone.
0: You are. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make you just a different color here, Iki, because I'm going to just have you, because if these guys want to take themselves up and out of the fight, people can follow you, but you're still gonna make death-saving throws.
2: Kyle, I didn't make my wisdom-saving throw for fear of death.
0: Oh, you did? Yep. What'd you get?
2: I got a 17. Okay,
0: you pass, um, and you see Iki just get lightninged out.
2: Who was carrying
0: the karma bomb? Just curiously too.
4: That was um. That no, was yeah. I. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, um.
6: Sorry. I guess we kind of were resolving a few things. Can I, uh, as my bonus action or reaction, cast hellish rebuke? Uh, um. As a the, bonus reaction. Or what? Hold on. Sorry, I said that wrong. It is a. It's just a reaction, right? I don't think I've used mine. Yeah, um, just a reaction.
0: Yeah. It is just a reaction. Um.
6: I'm just making sure that I can creature that damaged you. Yep.
0: Yeah. So so what do you can, do? How much damage? The
6: wizard guy gave me a Dex saving throw against DC um, Reckless reckless Vibes triggers. So now it's DC 16 Dex. <laughs> he fails.
7: <laughs> okay, cool.
6: So that's uh, at a second level. This is going to be 2d10. Oh jeez. Oh god, it's two oh no. Uh five yeah, that's five damage.
4: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um
6: uh, I mean, it takes five damage. I mean, sorry, I roll three D ten at second level. Okay. Ooh, okay, eleven damage, and there then again, forgive me, does Reckless Vibe add
0: to the damage? Uh at the second level of Reckless Vibes, it's plus two, minus two, I believe
3: oh I've not been adding that all right seems spicy All right,
0: you rebuke with 20 like or uh, enough 12, like eleven points of damage as it slams back uh, at them um and you just see it like kind of crackling and like kind of looks at you knowingly Susie and do not resist the remembering collects us all the turn then goes this top guy here is gonna uh Cast, I believe, burning hands.
1: This top guy is is where next to me. Uh,
0: this guy, this guy to the northeast. Yeah, I got to use better descriptors. Yeah, right next uh, to you. You know, but you do get an opportunity attack as he uses. Um, actually, I think he's gonna attack you. I think he's gonna try to burning hands you right. Now.
5: Hey, did the griffin die? That the other guy yeah. attacked. Yeah, that griffin is me? dead too. Sorry.
0: Those, and actually, dead? both of them would go up. This guy makes an acrobatics roll. He passes. Can you make a Dex saving throw, please? You know. Yeah.
1: Thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Is he rolling a
1: opposed to me?
0: Uh, each one must make a Dex 30 saving throw. It hits a 14. You need to beat because it says spellcasting. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so you, you are going to take
4: so much damage.
0: Uh, yeah, also not. Oh, a little. You take 13 uh points of fire damage. Uh, and your clothes are a little bit aff- actually with the wind they just go out right away but you take 13 points of fire damage as the fire comes to it and you see him say the same thing as this is a uh, you know he's like do not resist he's like we will be all collected you will be punished The turn then goes to who's next uh, Iki so, Iki Iki are you here? He stepped away for a sec. Stepped away for a sec? Okay. He just has to make a uh, I'll have him make a saving throw. After that, to the these griffins, all the griffins that are by themselves are going to uh, fly them up closer. All they can do as a mount is move. Like they can't take attack actions.
3: Well, uh, this is looking promising.
0: Uh, I know, I love your characters like, fuck yeah, bring it. All right, so you see all of these hippogriffs and their riders fly up to surround each and of you uh, on the various uh, areas. These riders here both failed. Uh, as many of you are surrounded, Iki is off above you guys, a level, um, just sort of like free, like falling, tumbling through the air. Uh, you can see the, the Feather Fall gem affixed to the front of their robe, uh, a, a level above you guys uh, as you're fighting. And the turn then goes back to the top to Hito. All right. Any free checks the you want to make? The only
1: punishment is having to see your damn face. Go back <laughs> to where you came, monster. Checks, no. But okay. here's what. Oh, actually, it's a uh, one turn away from switching to candy, I believe. Okay. are, are we two? Yeah, one away turn away. Or, I think. One turn. Away. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Next turn then. I'm going to use uh, cunning action, disengage. Uh, so no opportunity attacks to the front of the Hippogriff. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna taunt it a little bit, uh, just like kind of yeah. kick its beak and like mess with it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna use my action to true strike it, which is a cantrip giving me advantage on my next attack and then finish my movement by readying a parry against the Hippogriff.
0: Okay, so nice, I love that. So it gives you advantage, you true strike. Okay.
1: And ba- basically what happens is just like like no no stun, but like, shadow kind of goes on my sword and then like kind of an anime when you see like the glint of light I see <laughs> it like uh, on the opposed enemy where like the best place of attacking would be so the hippogriff you did? yeah Okay. Um, just
5: a reminder to everyone we are spellcasters if we cast magic while adjacent to a melee enemy we grant them opportunity
4: He he made sure he didn't get an
3: opportunity I thought that was a pathfinder thing
0: no, it's, no, it's, it's 5e. 8. There's a specific type of spell, though. Like, I think Burning it's... hands doesn't cost. It's a self, okay, cast.
3: Yeah,
5: mm. Mm. Uh,
0: okay. it's not a. a I, I I made sure. Okay,
5: um, I just wanted everyone to have that reminder. I I don't re- know if anyone did breach that rule yet. But...
0: Concentration reminders are good reminders too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm. Iki, while you're here, can you make your first death saving throw? Oh
5: yeah. <laughs> It's uh my hit dice, right?
0: No, it's uh you roll a D20. It's just a what are hit dice even for? Healing and short rests. It,
5: yeah, short rest yeah, healing. healing. Okay. Oh, what's the pass? Just like ten plus?
0: Uh yeah, ten or oh, ten or nice. higher. I fail, four. Iki, you have one <sighs> failure. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh the turn uh is Heroes is done, he is ready to parry. Nolo. low.
4: Noloqua.
0: Your turn. You're surrounded. There is a free-falling Darrow. There's a Darrow riding a hippogriff. Two Darrow's riding hippogriffs all around you, except for the north of you.
3: First off, he starts by uh, taunting them some more. <laughs> you fools, your swords will be offered to the spirits of the sky. And he pulls his maul, and he is going to, um, actually, no, he's going to grapple the hippogriff, actually, the nearest hippogriff. He's going to try to grapple, like, its wings. It's
0: called the one right behind you.
3: All right, yeah, one right okay. to the south there. He's yeah, gonna right to the have south. To yeah. Grapple, okay. keep it from flying, basically.
0: Oh, I freaking love that!
3: Uh, Would hog tie its wings? That be <laughs> is that athletics or what is that? Uh,
0: it's gonna roll on a post strength check it's
3: it, So it's just strength or is it athletics? It's
0: athletics for you. It doesn't have enough. Ath- okay. Uh, an athletics. Uh,
3: that is gonna be a twenty-one for me. Oh, wait, I have advantage because I'm raging. It's a 21 still.
0: You um slap, you, t- like, tackle the Hippogriff. Its wings are, like, held in your arms. Uh, I feel like the physics of that, you would sort of go with it. Yeah. Uh, up As it, like, Definitely. you guys, like, fly upwards a level. Actually, that's a good... I should have thought of this earlier. You would effectively... I'm going to have this little guy roll fails. So this Darrow who's flying this griffin... Uh, is on there it gets knocked off but it also fails its roll so it's up that level with you guys all right nice Uh, as you um grapple it and effectively start to like take those two out of the fight as you move 200 like 100 feet above 200 feet above everyone else along and you see behind you as you're like grappling you see freaking Iki's body just like tumbling <laughs> in the
3: air uh, oh no yeah <laughs> uh, i forgot about that
0: as you guys are flying you all know instinctively Wouldn't we all
4: be turns falling at the same speed though
3: i guess if you're still yeah. at terminal
0: velocity
4: if we're huh? all at terminal i mean p- yeah.
3: if, you're, well, if you're if you're break. No, yeah like if you're, if you're just kind of flailing out you would definitely kind go of go up higher that's what
7: i'm saying uh, if you like lose
3: resistance
7: Okay. Yeah, because be if you're and,
3: like in a diving, you know, you have less surface area, so which you're I imagine you guys go are like faster. Fight
0: diving, sort of. That's how I'm imagining flavoring it. Right.
3: All
0: right, turn. Then goes to drink.
2: Um, can I look to see how these riders are like controlling these griffins?
0: Uh, yeah. For free, roll me a quick uh, investigation. Uh, investigation
2: nine
0: nine you can see it looks like you know it doesn't look as much they're doing much you can see you know from your experience in this apocalyptic wasteland collection that the veined creatures operate with a sort of hive mind and all of the hippogriffs have the veins of beasts that you guys have classified very orange veins on them so you imagine they're controlled like some sort of way like that but you don't know if anything
2: All right, can I try to mount the griffin that is right next to me?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna need you to get on there and roll the animalist handling
2: of your life.
1: (laughs) The fourth natty 20 in the session? Yeah,
2: yeah, no, that is not (laughs) great at all. I rolled a two. Oh. Okay. So yeah, it's a two.
0: (laughs) You try to get up on this hippogriff and it, you know, it. sort of able to buck you. I imagine you're like falling with them as you're diving and uh, mm-hmm. to no effect it's able to like ah! like, and the rider sort of like buck you off. You're right next to them.
2: Okay, so I'm right next to them. That's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take out my quarter staff and uh, I will two-handed smack the rider. Mm-hmm.
0: I was going to have, I thought the animal handling was your action but I'll uh,
2: so oh okay. Feeling. No, I was just no, no, trying no, to get no. over so I could mail it.
0: Give him. Yeah, give him a smack. Okay. The Griffin or the the guy. I guy. I the rolled guy. another natural twenty. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yep. Just so stoked dice. with that. I need I know. that
2: dice. <laughs> I rolled bones. four today. This It's the is hottest good. bones since. Uh, yeah. Eggs. This is, is pretty pretty my cool. this is my beautiful bard dice. Roll damage. Nice. that's clean. No, it's two d eight because I two handed it. Oh, uh, I rolled two eights, so that's 16. You kill him. hey <laughs> uh, how do you do it? So, I, I'm probably just crawling through the air to try to get to the griffin. And once I get close, I just grab it out and just kind of club it. Club him along the side. Since I passed the Fear of Death check, I also get a free reaction. Well, a free dash or disengage. Yeah. Could I hold that dash as a parry in case this Griffin tries to get me? No. No. Okay. No. Then I'm good.
0: Okay. Fabulous. Uh, you do see the Griffin sort of looks around aimlessly now that it doesn't have a rider on it.
2: Uh, okay.
0: It does seem to be um, almost non-threatening immediately. Uh, okay. But you don't know, you know, for sure. Um, who's next? Harvey.
4: Uh, the monster one.
0: Okay. Uh, Susie you're gonna get a, a shot against you here with a hook sword it's gonna miss these guys are going to roll acrobatics checks they both fail again uh, they don't move they flutter there they do fire uh, over at you another two crossbow bolts with disadvantage and my, my
6: AC has been dropped down to 14 no.
0: good to know um, with disadvantage none of them hit you as a like, coo, 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 fly by almost hitting their homies um they're, they're I'm smacking them away with my shield to like deflect and Nolokoa uh let's see this one is gonna move up to astra uh as your owl is flying above forget, this does one, that
3: provoke an opportunity attack or
0: no uh this one is below you now oh wait that's right below this one is going to stay there and fire a crossbow bolt with disadvantage of astra it misses natural one let's see it does Natural one. Uh, It does shoot past and hit. All right, you are going to see near you uh, attached to the back of the hippogriff is going to try to take its hook sword and attack you, Hero, Light Song uh, to the northwest. Uh, It is going to is a fifteen hit you.
1: It does not because of mage armor.
0: Oh, so you see this blade like like come and it just bounces off with arcane. Flavor, uh, Uh,
1: is just the next attack that misses, right?
0: Uh, the next attack that misses that I think you had prepared and because it was against the Hippogriff, which wasn't going to attack you, it's totally valid.
1: Okay, sweet. Um, so, yeah, he slices. Uh, not the person I expect, but I, I want to say I block it and then, like, kind of run my sword up his sword and then kind of, like, try
0: and slice at his hand. Love that. Roll damage. Or roll attack, sorry. Twelve to hit. Miss. So you try to slice the hand, and it blocks you out. Um, But that is all of the remaining ones that uh, can attack and move. The turn goes to Astra.
4: All right. So um, the first thing that I'm planning to do is um, move, because then I am within 30-foot range of these three. We got 60. And um, so I'm going to cast... um, less, which means that those three creatures which happen, the three creatures that happen to be, um, are Hiro, um, Susie, and Drake all get, um, if you get an attack roll or a saving throw before a minute is up, the target can roll a d4 and add the number roll to your attack roll or your saving
0: throw. Is that every turn?
4: Um, just oh. the, the first one you make to so either an attack oh. or a saving before the spell spell ends. Whenever, Whenever yes. the target
0: makes. Now, remember, you gotta concentrate oh, on
1: that. Yes. You, you cast Bless? Yeah, yes. she
0: blessed you, three. Yep. Oh,
4: yeah. And uh, then, as a bonus action, um, through- You can't
0: cast two spells in a, in a turn.
4: Not as a bonus action? No. Okay. Unless then... you have a
0: certain feat, like Calvin's May
4: chain. Nope, yeah. then, well, I was gonna cast it through my bird.
0: Doesn't matter.
4: Okay, then that's it.
0: Okay, that's fabulous. You are gonna so Wait,
4: take... I'm gonna send my bird, Um. Kind of like i want the bird to go up towards Iki. yeah Iki and
0: um it take its whole action to fly yes, there that's what i want okay so you see uh lumi Rah! like can you roll acrobatics for me real quick Fabric yeah. it? it'll be easy uh oh it's like a dc8 for this thing oh
4: well then it it hits okay
0: yeah it flies upward uh and you see this like white bird through the mire just like darting upwards Uh, And it actually with a full action will reach all the way to Iki. You are going to take an attack of opportunity against you. One of them was within range, Astra, so you know, um, as the little guy. But it does miss as it swings the hook sword, bounces off your armor. The other one was 10 feet away and could not hit
4: Okie dokie.
0: But you have moved, you have done that. Yes. so you guys can add a d4 to your attacks or saving throws. Uh, The turn then goes to Susie. Oh boy, okay. I'm
6: pointing my rapier at the the wizard dude. Uh, I'm gonna cast my hexblade curse on them um,
7: <laughs> and love phone it. attack.
6: What's that uh, look like? I probably like write some symbol type of like sigil looking thing with the the tip of my my rapier, mm. um, and then that same mark or design that I make. Um, it like kind of almost looks like it's burnt into their their body a bit, um, marking them as my target. And then I'm going to, uh, because I don't want to cast a spell, I'm gonna swing at them with or stab them with my rapier. Yeah, I, th- I mean I think it's gonna. Hit. Do I have to? I don't have to use the blast yet, right? Hmm.
7: You can so use it whenever, a, though.
6: So it was twelve on the die, but then I get to add. Oh, that'll
0: hit.
6: Um, yeah. it's
0: like a So you swing your rapier at him. You use the Hexblade Curse.
6: Yeah, so that is gonna do... Ooh! Okay, 10 damage? Okay. Yeah, ten, 10 damage, plus Curse does, plus my proficiency bonus, so 12 damage, actually.
0: Okay, so you hit for 12 damage against this Dara, it is bloodied, uh, and you slice it, and you see that this thing is very much living. It's still like not controlled like other enemies you've seen. Uh, and it almost looks like angry, but like sort of like sorry in its eyes. Uh, you must submit. You cannot beat it. I will die fighting you. Um, as wind is flying around. Anything else, uh, Susie?
6: Yeah, Susie shouts, Why the fuck won't you die? And just gets <laughs> their shield ready. Um, to to survive another round, uh, is uh, can, what does it take to eat the goodberry?
0: Um, I would say, yeah. typically that's gonna be a full action. Um, oh but yeah, I'm gonna I'm say good. no, no, no. I think that's a little silly let Cause me, like let the me way check,
3: cause I'm pretty sure it does say
0: the okay. way the rules are worded. I just read like you know, reread combat and magic sections. I'm gonna turn this music on a little bit too.
6: I mean, I've already used my bonus action too. So, you did use like your bonus
0: action, so I would say a bonus action is a fine.
6: Oh uh, yeah, thing it does say action
3: in the rules, just so you know. But it you know. does
0: say action in the rules. I think because you can like crush a flagon. It says of ale in a like a free action. I was like, that's <laughs> same the same as fucking eating a good berry. Like,
3: yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just pop the shroom in your mouth and chew. Come right, on,
0: it, it's making rules for the functionality of the item. Right, is what it's doing. Yeah. Um,
3: okay, but I think um, a bonus uh,
0: action for a good berry is fair.
6: Cool. I am, yeah, I'm just gonna defend myself a bit. Um, or I
0: guess I ready a parry, right? I can do that? Yeah, ready a parry. Readying a parry. Oh. Ching. Uh, Anime glint in your eye. <laughs> Susie, it's Monster 3. Next to you, the guy who you just stabbed is going to try to hit you with a burning hands. Can you roll a, a dexterity save? Yeah. You're gonna add your bless to it? Do
6: I have to do that before I know what I roll?
0: Uh, You do not
6: oh it's a 14 I think I'm good do
0: you want to add it or no it? I'm gonna risk it So You're 14 14? just yeah. passes that's the time <laughs>
7: uh,
0: so you do see flame uh come out of the hand I do believe burning hands is still half damage oh and you are going to take five fire damage as well. Just uh, a little bit of Damn. fire.
6: Oh, if I only, if only I wasn't an icy boy. Um, <laughs>
4: oh.
6: that, that
0: kills me there. Yeah, I'm done. All right, that knocks you?
7: Yeah. As oh.
0: you just feel like the oh. hands where it sliced you. Uh, Jeez. And the fire uh, comes up. Here we go. Two down, four to go. <laughs> uh, can you please, I'll, I'll wait till you next turn. Great. I had myself. Uh, and this other guy, then trying to fight uh so is going to again the other guy is going to hit hito uh try to beat you with the staff twice uh, both miss actually as he beats you off you see this glowing around it can you please uh roll for me a deck save Hedo? you realize what you said DM. but
6: what? as he beats him off
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i made Tried a comment about it. Wow, <laughs> uh yeah.
0: uh you're blessed remember
1: 24.
0: oh yeah uh no effect uh so you do see just this light like multicolor prism almost on the end of the orb uh and phew, you are able to dodge uh whatever it is as he's trying to beat you up of, off of the hippogriff no, it's not. All right, the turn then is going to go to Iki. Iki, can you make a death saving throw, please?
3: Yep. Here it goes. Yeah, Nat 20, come on.
0: Ah, shit.
5: No, we failed again.
0: Seven. Oh, crap. Two. You have two failures here.
5: Hey, yo.
2: Um,
0: Iki, I want to say, like, as you're, you know, in this sort of mental space, you have kind of, like, see vestiges of your mother like you also feel that burning of those words in your what has been shall come again what will be has always been and you're just like when you just hear her voice just be like you will not die here her turn goes then to the uh just
5: like mumbling oh really cause it feels like i'm dying
0: <laughs> um
5: <laughs> gonna be a smart ass all the way through
0: You see the Hippogriffs that lose their riders sort of wander upwards and like they sort of wander aimlessly as though they do not have the wherewithal to monitor themselves fully. Like they looked around, but they start to float a level out of the fight. But they do. They did roll saves for it. Uh, The turn then goes back to the top. You guys see you are now getting off track of this uh, of your LZ a little bit, but it's getting bigger. Uh, as you guys get closer intuitively you know you have four rounds until you must use your feather fall gems the turn goes to the top Hito. all
1: right so from last round so it's next round that I'll go to candy not this round I'm Hito, going can you to... roll for me
0: can you just roll for me a passive like in like I was gonna ask if check. I could do
1: arcana or religion
0: oh yeah one of those for what
1: uh for the um the arcane thing that just almost hit me on the last attack. Mm-hmm. I rolled a yeah. Uh, I got a sixteen.
0: Sixteen. Okay, you do see that it was some sort of charged orb um, that was going to like do more damage on top of the blade or this quarter quarterstaff in this wizard's it's this lightning staff, uh, and it probably would have hit you. With some sort of extra damage, like a force. Okay.
1: Um, then I'm going to, uh, while I still have true strike on the hippogriff, I'm going to try and finish him off.
0: Yeah, you get sneak attack because you have advantage. Yep. So add two d six. Uh,
1: to hit, I got a twenty two.
0: That's gonna hit the hippogriff. Advantage. Roll damage.
1: Wait, eighteen damage.
0: How do you exactly kill this hippogriff?
1: Destroy this guy. <clears throat> um, so I get hit by the the no, I don't get hit by the staff. I knock it off. I parry it. I try to parry unsuccessful. I want to like kick off the beak. And then I'm gonna say, go back to the Raven Queen, where your soul belongs. And I'm going to pierce right through to the to the true strike point, right like under his jaw, I think. Mm-hmm. Right under the hippogriff's jaw. And then as I pull out <laughs> 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 um, nice. I'm going to use the bo- I'm going to use bonus action to Use my Blessing of the Raven Queen Teleportation to get as close to Ikki as I can.
0: Uh, how far does that move you?
1: I'd say 30 feet.
0: Do you want to move upward and take yourself out of the fight? Or, or uh, just, like just,
1: just as laterally? As fast as I can to Ikki.
0: Okay, so you move yourself just a little bit closer. But I do want to make uh, a quick oh, dex roll. As you murder this Hippogriff, you stab it up through it. It, ah, it just goes up. You see one... Failure as this guy instantly goes up. So, this guy is sort of up and out of this area. I'm going to roll for this guy, but you see this one, and the hippogriff is gone. You move that about 30 feet there uh, as you move closer to Iki, diving towards them with the sense. You see they're tumbling way above you. They're still probably 200, a full level of the fight above you. You see Nolo, uh, Nolo Koa up there too, like just grappling with this griffin and the rider grappling on top of it. Um,
1: the teleportation, too. So I stab, go out, and then basically I just disappear. A bunch <laughs> of ravens fly out from me, and then I reappear 30 feet away. Oh. Um, and then I still have my movement left, which I'm going to use the remaining to get over to uh, Iki
0: Did you use your.
1: It's Ecky, everyone.
0: Aki. I thought Aki, it was Ecky. I keep saying. A- Eki. Keep saying saying. Okay. Okay.
1: So yeah. I use my action to attack, bonus action to teleport. Um, so, movement left.
0: Great. Uh, and did you use a cunning action?
1: Um, I did not. My bonus action was to teleport and not. Okay, because it. cunning action is also bonus action, so.
0: Fabulous. You move through, uh, I don't think that would invoke an opportunity, um, and you are there. Nice turn. The turn then goes to Nolokok.
3: All right. Um, The rider is nearby, right? Uh, it is right To me, on but you. he's not like, on the griffin.
0: It's on the griffin. It's...
3: It is on the griffin.
0: It is on the griffin.
4: But you're holding the griffin. All right. am yeah.
3: Going to attempt to kick the rider off of there, like, uh, yeah, basically just like shove him off. That's what I I'm will gonna need to do, you
0: by the rules to end your grapple with this griffin.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you try to like knock him off. <laughs> go give. Yeah. Me a, so I
3: just. Yeah. No. is uh, just lets go of the wings and he's going towards uh, the, that rider. Try to like shove him off, pretty much.
0: I believe that is uh, not an attack. I think that's an athletics um,
3: Yeah, it's uh, not an attack. So you do get an advantage on it
0: because you're raging.
3: Uh, yeah, I would. Roll with uh, All right, athletics. Uh, that is going to be uh, 21.
0: 21. Okay, so this thing gets a six. Uh, and you try to push, Ooh. and it is like two and a half feet, three feet tall like compared to you. So what does this look like as you grab yeah. it off with one hand? And just, like, just
3: like one arm, just open palm into its face, and as hard as he can, just shoves the little thing off of there. Uh, it does, instead of
0: completely losing itself from the fight, it is right. able to save. And it is just going to go, I'm going to put it purple Oh, I can't you can see.
4: just remove the green. See. I know.
0: You see the green. So it is like a level above you guys now, but it is still like pff, diving again, trying to get back towards this hippogriff.
3: I'm just going to try to hold on if I can to the hippogriff. To the hippogriff?
0: Roll yeah. a, uh, yeah, I think just an athletics for me. That's Earth and magic uh That
3: is, I a roll of 5 and a 13. So 13 plus 5, 18.
0: Uh, that's going to be enough to hold on. You hold on to the back for this hippogriff. It's like almost like a little matted and bloody. And dirty from the fight and it's still like ah, like kind of trying to buck you off. Turn goes to Drake. Right.
3: Oh, oh man, is my rage still going? I haven't gotten an attack. Uh, well, I did shove him. I, th- I would say count? the
0: shove, I think the shove counts, like you're still like in the middle right. of a fight. Yeah. I think by technical right. rules, the rage would be done. Um, But I would say the shove, I'm going to count
2: it. This guy here and this guy here are both mounted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're mounted. Yes. I am going to twin bolt uh yes. ray of sickness and hit them both
4: yes you are
2: mm, love that <laughs> all right um the bard dice will be for the guy in the yellow and this one will be for the other guy okay roll so i know which two the one in the yellow is a uh is a 20 to hit not natural yeah
0: big time um
2: and then the other one is a 19
0: uh both hit both roll damage yeah. as you what does this look like as you like you know you spend this sorcery point like just augment your spell and two you of probably
2: them when i use the sorcery point this is my second one so probably what happens is behind me huge gears pop up and start winding like a big clock and it just goes crazy behind me mm. as i just from both hands unleash two rays of sickness at these people surrounding susie that is currently unconscious roll damage This will be for the uh, person in the yellow. That is 12 damage. Okay. How do you do it? And then for the other one, the other one's 10.
0: Uh, The one, Uh, the second one survives. Uh, It it takes a big damage. It's certainly bloodied, but it is, it's hurt, but it's still alive. The yellow guy, again, you know, the ray of sickness goes over it. This neon colored goo and how do you kill him?
2: Oh boy. Probably looking at Susie just... Like they're unconscious i'm <laughs> really just trying to save my friend from getting clubbed to death and just dying by these two people right so it's probably extra energy like i'm just really motivated to kill these people so susie doesn't die uh love that
0: and this thing just and then <sighs> and then
2: and then for my movement i'll probably i'm gonna try to move closer to the drop zone
0: okay so you move right into the drop zone i would say the south, most guys, done with their failures. Just kidding. Um, one of them, <laughs> though, is going to take their entire move to get close to here, but it's not able to complete the entire thing. The next guy is just sputtering in place. He doesn't have anyone he can shoot with the crossbow. And it's just still there. There uh, is one close to hero light song. It pulls out. Oh, I would actually say these guys both move up Hito. And are going to try to get on you. Saying a lot of bad stuff. Is this a grapple or attack? No, they're both attacks. One is a natty one and one is going to hit you with a 23. But I'm going to roll a dice real quick if it is higher than 15. Two natty ones in a row. So he hits his buddy instead. Uh, So the the one guy is going to swing at you with a 19. But the other guy swings and that guy was actually already damaged. Uh, and had two HP left, so he swings wildly. Hito, you, know, you miss taking a blade. You do take
1: with the one. Could I do a parry as well? Isn't
0: that? Uh, you do get a parry against uh, that guy Fuck as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, right. So Anyways. he kills the guy who hits you. You take five points of damage. Okay. Right. Are you still alive?
1: I'm. I'm kicking.
0: All right. You get a parry then. Wait. You natural.
4: get blessing too. And you're blessed. Yep. You're blessed.
1: Uh, so it's 16, then plus with bless, that's 20.
0: You're gonna hit him. Roll damage. Uh, seven damage. Jeepers! All right, and as you bloody it, as you like slice on the parry, like black it, you get hit, but use the opportunity to stab in there, maybe.
1: Oh, I, I, I stab his foot and then kick him away from me. Get the fuck away!
0: From me. <laughs> uh, as this guy goes up and out of the fight, these guys are gonna dive forward, gonna shoot crossbow bolts at you those miss this guy is going to come up and shoot another crossbow bolt at you astra uh this one also misses turns out that it's dumb to fire crossbow bolts while you're flying through the air (coughs) (laughs)
7: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I haven't tried.
4: I I've, I've Same,
0: just, I did not try.
4: I was like, this is dumb. How are you going to control that bull?
0: All right. I don't know why spell casting is easier, but. Uh, I know.
4: Well, I don't know. It's just out of your hands. No, I don't I, know. I,
0: yeah. It's uh, magic. It Ignore exactly. their resistance. Magic, magic works. Uh, the turn goes to Astra.
4: Yeah, so I'm going to be casting Spare the Dying through my um, lovely owl. So that is a touch range, but my owl is touching.
5: Yep, that's a that's a rule.
4: Yep. You can
5: I, use yeah. touch spells through your familiar.
3: That's very nice. Yes.
2: You can do that? Mm-hmm, you can cast oh, yeah. your familiar.
3: All right, so that,
4: so that means, yep, so that's why I have a familiar, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, that, I can't be close to you all. So, and,
7: mm-hmm. you know. No, that's a big brain. that's
0: crazy.
2: Yes. Holy cow.
4: Yeah.
7: <laughs> all
2: right.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so just one thing. That yes. is an amazing move. I do want to say, typically in the game, and I'm going to give you guys just like a little up. because it's your first time playing healer too, it's better to heal people if you have a first line, because that brings them back into the fight and gives them action economy. Spare okay. the Dying is going to like, may keep him alive, certainly. Yeah, Pre- yeah, Prevent him, but he won't be able to hit his freaking spell gem. Another fallstone. You know? He'll take 20 to six fall damage. Healing, which is putting feed him
3: yeah, the good berry. Can't
4: He just fly. <laughs> so he... he's
0: he's sleeping. He's unconscious for one d four hours.
4: Oh, but if I use spare, spare the, the dying, spare the
1: dying, spare just the dying
0: just he, he just dying. just it, you prevent him from oh, dying, okay. but you make him unconscious. Got it. So if you used a healing spell or if you had the owl force feed him a good berry with a deck save, but you don't have it in its hand. Uh, or in its talons turn. Now, I have, have a vial it a- of
5: healing on what me. I would have to find it. Man. But I made it known to you guys that I had yes. it. All right. You know what? I, I mean, actually like star. this because
0: I don't want to take away your turn. So you use spare the dying. I'm going to do a DC 10 here. I'm going to do it for this bird. It gets an 11. Uh, so it does mm-hmm. find, and familiars are intelligent creatures. So My
4: familiar is.
0: They are. <laughs> uh, so it pops the vial and uh, I am gonna say though, I guess feeding, finding, and feeding a potion to someone.
4: So I'm Those using. Those seem
0: like two separate. I'm using. Actions. They are. Oh, okay. They are.
4: So it finds it. They are. And then it's next turn. It's
0: next turn. It's prepped and ready to go. Okay.
4: Listen, I got two people to heal, so <laughs> he has a healing vial on him, so he's gonna have to. Um, yep.
0: Feel that dream go away, Ecky or Ecky? Eki. 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 Ecky. You, You feel the dream and that, that touch kind of disappear. Memories. Mom?
7: Mama?
0: <laughs> uh, and the turn does. Oh,
4: move. wait. I'm not done with my So I'm still, yeah. like, so okay. I just want to move. That's okay. it.
0: Where are you moving? Um, so
4: I'm moving more towards our drop right by him.
0: All right. You move into the drop zone. Oh, nice.
4: I don't. Yeah.
0: Love that. Yep. uh turn that goes to susie susie please make a death saving
4: don't worry i got you <laughs> all right
0: i will make a death saving
6: throw uh, it's stuck in my uh at the money.
0: three so no okay that's your first
6: i'll failure. hold on to the i'll hold on to the bless <laughs>
4: <laughs> well bless is gone for everyone because i, I can... stopped concentrating
7: mm-hmm. oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry guys.
4: I had to. I had to save a hey, dying friend. You,
1: ha- you helped me. You helped me hit like three people. Um, so
0: spare the dying isn't a concentration spell. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna no. say you can continue. You can, concentrating. You could still, oh. still be concentrating.
4: Here I'm still You con- just can't concentrate on two. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, oh, okay. My death okay, saving rolls
0: uh, reset. Yeah, they're at zero. Yep. Um, every time you're saved like that, it would save. So Susie's so got a failure. Turn goes to the guys who are gone. I'm gonna make big savings. For them to see it because one good
5: job on fighting this fight, fam. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, they the the guys who are disappeared rolled pretty poorly. Then the next turn is going to go to Eki. Eki, I will, hmm, by the rules, technically, you don't have a turn here. However, for the love of the game, roll a d20, get a natural 20. Sick.
5: (laughs) <laughs> let's mm-hmm. see what happens. Get a natural 20. <laughs> natural one, baby.
4: <laughs> oh, no. You just die?
0: Amazing. Oh
4: <laughs> No.
3: <doesn't>
4: no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Eki, I'm going to have saw. you go up. Team uh, team and team the board. owl easily follows you because the owl uh, is, like, on you, sort of. But you yeah. actually move up uh, an entire level. No. So there's no. actually no. an enemy up at this level. It's the <laughs> <laughs> enemy that... That Nolo, Nolo Koa threw off. Um, but you are, you are now like 500 feet above the rest of the fight.
5: Uh, Lumi just looks over at the dwarf. Because
7: oh,
5: oh. if I realized this is how I died, I'd be shaking my head.
4: <laughs> you'd be, you'd be it's fine. Birds of a feather flock together. Don't uh, no
3: worry.
0: Monster 2. So these griffins, this griffin is going to make saving. Nella, you kicked yourself away from that, or you're still grappling that griffin?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm still uh, grappling the griffin. So that griffin
0: is then staying there. Uh, Other than that, that was the griffin's move. I I wasn't
3: grappling, but I was holding on to it.
0: I'm going to say they're going to come up along the side of both you, Astra, and Drake. The turn goes back to the top. You guys have actually done an amazing job now staying in the landing zone as you guys see yourselves barreling closer. I believe there are three turns left until uh, you guys would need to use your... Feather Fall Stones at the last moment. Okay. Um, so you realize now you guys are at about 3,000 feet. This is pretty low. <laughs> like, this is like you right. normally have a parachute way open by now. I... <laughs> uh-uh.
1: <clears throat> This is going to be risky. But first things first, I'm going to bonus action disengage. Um, and then from there, I'm going to attack the one that's next to those two. That's next to Astra and... Um,
0: yeah, the one that's on the back so- of that thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It looks sickly. It looks like it has this like green ooze on it. It's like, Wah! like barely just fighting through this acidic vapor. Perfect.
1: And then you have I am going. By the way. Then yeah, I'm going to attack him. Hell yeah. <sighs> you're fucking kidding me.
0: One minute advantage.
1: Oh, that's good. Um, fif- Fifteen. Yep, I add the blast. Fifteen. Alright,
0: Roll damage. Actually, that's I can stars. tell you right now. If you do above two damage, you're going to kill this thing.
1: I'm I I kill him no matter what. All
0: right, how does it look like? How do
1: you kill him? I do like twenty whole damage. <clears throat> Disengage. So I I just like let out my wings. Like I'm kind of like free falling. Like this is the only time that I feel free. And then I'm just gonna like <laughs> spiral over. Um and then like dive bomb over to Susie Cruz and Astra. <clears throat> I'm coming, team. Don't worry. And then like as I'm dive bombing, I'm gonna like put out my short sword and just like start twirling and just stab right through them.
0: Oh god! That reminds me of a uh, who's the the badass like ranger in uh, Attack on Titan? The chick. I Attack on Titan. forget oh, her name. Uh, Mikasa.
3: Oh, oh yeah, Mikasa.
0: Yeah. Mikasa. Yeah. Tight, 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 tight. So that boy, you stab through them. Uh, and just completely, like you see this venous material, like even in their interiors, as you cut through them, and it just bloody gore disappears into the air of the rush of wind around you.
1: Uh, I'm gonna the, grab my medallion and say, "My deity, there are more coming your way."
0: <laughs> a paladin, a uh, ranger paladin, <laughs> or a rogue paladin. Oh, love it, uh, Nolo. Your turn.
3: All right, so I'm just on level with this Griffin and no one else, right?
0: Yeah, no, I actually want to say that as you're looking at the very edge of your periphery, I want to say to your far <laughs> northwest, you do see that it's one level above you still, but it is trying to make it back into the fight. That that Darrow Savant, the leader that got knocked off earlier by uh, heroes te- like a telekinetic blast. It's trying to dive its way back into your guys' fight, but it's like 200 feet above you.
3: All right, uh, and then the rest are below me, pretty much here. Uh, does the does the Griffin, far, ha- or also have like uh, these veins, like it's infected?
0: It does. You can okay. tell that it's that's been infected by the collection.
3: All right, that's what I thought. I'm I'm gonna try to dive kind of back towards the fight more. Just relax. I uh, just leave if I can leave the Griffin behind. All right, acrobatics. That is. Ah, uh, thirteen.
0: Um, I want to say, yeah, I think you're a heavy stone. That's just gonna be just enough to get you to move down a level again, away from this griffin, as you kick right. yourself away. It is gonna take an opportunity attack against you. Is a eighteen gonna hit you?
7: That is gonna hit.
0: Okay, it's you're going to take. Uh, you take two damage, and that's that is halved already.
3: Oh, it's already halved. Uh-huh. All right, two damage. Big numbers here. All right. <laughs>
7: Yeah. So I can just instantly yeah.
3: heal this after the fight.
7: <laughs> hey man, I can't up.
3: save any more
4: people. So.
0: Uh, so you are down. You still have an attack action. I would argue.
3: Oh, okay. Can I attack uh, that dwarven-looking guy? Yeah, is that the Darrow the right on the top. Yeah. <laughs> so He's as like, I dive down, I just have I switch back to my maul like that was in one hand, and now it's in two hands, and I'm coming down to just smash him as I'm diving. All right, roll attack. I'm gonna smash. uh ooh. All right, that is going to be a twenty-one to hit.
0: Uh, twenty-one uh, to hit. That's gonna hit. Roll damage.
3: All right. So damage that is going to be eight. Eight damage. Two d six. Oh wait, no, that's so low. I forgot my strength mod. Eleven. Uh, that 11 is eleven damage.
0: damage. Okay. So it is still kicking.
3: Plus, I as I hit him, he becomes my favorite foe. Uh, for an additional one d four damage. So that is <laughs> plus an additional three then.
0: All right, uh, you. Like your mole like hits its head and like isn't like going through fully, but then the force of gravity or something just just crushes it like a delayed watermelon uh, oh, as yeah. it's just Yum. like Splattery. purple viscera. And like you see wriggling little like leech, like things from its brain kind of going Ooh. around and uh, as it flies up and out of the fight, uh, nice uh,
7: awesome heroes.
3: Uh, yeah, bob, that's, bob, it, bob, that's bob, it for me.
0: All right, great turn.
4: All right, then Drake.
0: I need to move this boy out of here. The turn then goes to Drake, yes. Hmm.
7: What to do? So...
2: This guy is still on our level, right?
4: Yeah, and he might be moving towards us. Yes,
0: he is moving towards you guys, like, trying to fly through. He did just shoot crossbow stuff uh, at you or at uh, Astro mm, the last turn? Like
2: yeah, I think I'll hit him with an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Eldritch Blast! <laughs> Do I hear five twice? Nope.
0: Nope. Um, that is... Beat 13.
2: Yeah, it beats 13. All right, hit. Um, five damage.
0: You hit him for five and a glancing blow. Uh, almost sets him spinning, but this thing looks like it's almost, you know, trained to fall as well. Nice turn. Anything else you want
2: to move at all? Yeah, I'll move closer to Susie, but still staying. Actually, how close could I get to Susie? One, two, three, four. You could get right next to
0: Susie. You'd just have to. You'd be below them.
2: I'd be below them. But,
0: uh... Yeah. I'm gonna give the levels an indeterminable range. I'm not gonna say it's exactly 200 feet or whatever the fuck, because I'm realizing now that the mechanics get wonky. I'm just trying to paint a picture for everybody's mind. And, like, you know what I mean? So, Drake, you move kind of southward to, like, underneath where you saw Susie uh, get hit and uh, fly upward, uh, waggling through the air. Ragdoll.
7: All
0: right, uh, the next turn does go to. Uh, the these guys, yeah. and they learning from their mistakes. This guy comes in and fire an arrow at hito Light Song. This one's gonna fire at Astro. Uh, so two arrows are gonna come at Missing ito Uh, fourteen. Eighteen. Okay. 80. Uh, and then the melee attack against you, Drake, is a natural twenty. Uh, so um, going to roll. I
1: would like to use my reaction spell, Silvery Barb's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when a creature you can see in 60 feet succeeds in attack saving throw ability check, I force them to re-roll and take the lower roll, and then I can give the adva- uh, any advantage to any ally. Uh, also, remember
4: you're blessed. Everyone's blessed. Uh,
0: so you see this nat 20 as this guy that uh, Drake hit. Drake the Reaper hit with his eldritch blast. This thing comes up with like a killing blow, uh, not a killing blow, but a hurtful blow, and instead fate changes and it completely whiffs. Silvery bar, So
1: um, the crow, a crow, just flies out with like silver trails behind it, and it looks like the enemy, like he actually succeeded in attack, and then he blinks and realized that he completely whiffed.
0: And, and who are you giving advantage to? Um, I will
1: give the advantage to. Uh, I'll give it to Astra.
0: Astra, Astra, you have advantage until the end of your next turn, I believe.
4: Thank you. Perfect. On the
1: first, a uh, first attack roll or ability check you make.
7: Okay. Okay,
0: Nolo, this one is—it's insane. So it's still gonna fly down towards you, uh, and right. it's gonna try to hit you. This guy, let's see if he passes the second battle. <laughs> this one finally does. He takes. Oh, his I thought that the guy died. Turn. Oh, this guy? No, yeah. you killed—you killed the one who died. I thought. It was no, another oh, one. I didn't there was see another you move one. him.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that oh, yeah. Okay. was
0: no two.
3: This oh, guy okay. finally missed that.
0: brings himself, takes his whole action to get into your guy's LZ. He's been out of the fight the whole time. <laughs> uh, and was going to take a swing against you, and Nolokua uh, misses wildly. Like, I imagine, like, goes to hit, and it just, like, kind of thuds against your, like, muscly frame. Uh, yeah, almost I, I am like wearing joke.
3: armor too okay. at the moment. So, yeah.
0: Uh, All the turn right. then does go to Astro. Let me make sure I didn't miss anybody. Shot, 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 mm-hmm. move, shh, hit. All right, well, yeah, we're set.
3: All right,
4: so I just need to clarify. If I cast something through, if I cast a spell, but it's through my familiar, is that its action or my action?
0: When you cast a spell through your familiar, it costs your action, but your familiar's bonus action.
4: Got it, okay, perfect. Okay, so the first thing, Lumi is going to take its action, and oh, pop the bottle, Pete let that body waddle, and pour that's it down. <laughs> it's it's feathered friend's throat, and <laughs> it's like, wake up. Okay, so right. that that's its action. Hold on, one sec. Yep.
0: I don't want to interrupt you because it is your turn, but Eki, please roll two d four plus two. Oh yes, right. My heels. <laughs> heels. <laughs> oh bless <laughs> almost max uh nine Hecky. <gasps> as you see how describe your so owl what i want i want to do
4: is he's not awake while i'm like pouring it down its gullet but then i like i'm moving to save the next person so all you see is like a flash of white feathers like as Lumi flies <laughs> away it's like your angel guardian
0: love that yes. and uh,
1: my spirit.
4: <laughs> yes, your spirit is leaving your body.
0: Uh, Eki, you wake up to just air rushing. You know you're familiar, you fly all the time, but you're just like, oh my god, and you're back, not dead. Uh, all
4: right, Eki takes its full movement.
0: I'm gonna roll acrobatics for Eki to see if they can hit Suzy Cruz in this one turn because it is a full level downward. I'm looking for something good. Uh, it does not, so it it will it gets on the same level, but I'm gonna say it's still about. Like a little bit away from Susie Cruz.
4: That's not good.
0: Oh. It was able to get down a level, though. You could have, ex- you could extend your advantage to, if you wanted to try to see if your bird could fly, because you can oh. operate through your bird. It's coming down to your can level. Can I?
4: Yes. Can gone. I please? Natural twenty. Yes. Okay. So oh. instead, this bird is touching you, and it, and I cast, and I, um, Astro cast Cure Wounds.
0: So well. Astra, you have such a deep like, connection with Lumi, like, it's not gonna make it, and then you, like, almost warg into it, like, what does this look like as it, heat like, dumps a healing potion into fucking, uh, (laughs) Becky's mouth, and then darts down against the winds to heal Susie. And
4: so, my eyes are starlight without pupils, so they're, like, shiny white silver, but when I warg into my owl, they turn black, like, my owl's eyes.
0: Um, Black or, or, uh, level one or level two? Your wounds. Uh, Where are you casting it at? And are you, you've, you've used two level one spells so far. No, one level two and one level one.
4: I've, yeah, one level two and two level ones. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast it as level...
0: Level two would give you 2d8 plus your wisdom. Level one will do 1d8. And I'm... you
4: have two spell
0: slots of one and one of two,
4: I think. Yeah, I'm gonna cast it as... Level
0: two. Okay, uh, so roll 2d8 plus three.
4: Me or him? You, you. Oh, You're eight.
0: doing the healing. Got it. I would say.
4: I have to find my 2d8. You can borrow mine. I have them. Right. What am I rolling, 2d8? Two 2d8 two
0: plus three. That's your cure wounds.
4: Um, ten.
0: All right.
7: Cool.
0: Thank you. Susie. Um, Susie, as you were falling, just for that brief second, you, you know, it's been a while, but you saw Dolores and like an old lesson uh, where you, you know, were getting, you were practicing your sword fights and again, again, and you're getting cut underneath uh, where you wore your uniform. Everywhere you looked beautiful, you know, no cuts, but as you trained and it ended with good, now get back in. <laughs> as you come back into the fight, uh, as you blinked a death training session with 10 HP. And it goes to my turn then. It
4: It does.
7: does Go to Susie.
6: (laughs) Kind of still in that that dreamlike mentality, like I was training. As soon as my eyes open, um, I go to just attack whatever is in front of me. um, And I see that there's still... I guess I would attack the, I forget what you're calling them, the, the creature in front of Drake.
4: The dwarf.
0: Yeah, the, the I'm calling them Deros. They're like Daryl. little, like underling dwarfs that are all yeah. zombies. I kept calling them goblins. Yeah, they're like it. little. They're like goblin dwarfs. They really are.
6: Cool. I'm gonna do a.
0: Let's cast.
6: Just can you, you roll
0: an acrobatics for me to get down to that level? Because you're so high. Unless you're casting oh, uh, down.
6: This market. Yeah. Uh, it's a ten.
0: Uh, a ten is going to be enough. I would say not for you to move forward, but to get down a level. Okay. So you you can either move or just go down the level. Oh, that's fine. I'll just okay. go down
6: to the level, um, and then Eldritch Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast.
4: <laughs> 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 if I go um, <laughs> one session without hearing Eldritch Blast, I'm gonna be real sad. <laughs> I
6: didn't think I was gonna use it, but like it's just it does so much. Um, where's my
0: spell? That's gonna be a. It's like a 21 to hit. Hits, roll damage. I'll tell you what, this guy, you need eight to kill this one. Okay. This one's been damaged and fighting.
6: Uh, where's my D, I just moved all my D10s. Oh god, I was dead for so long. Uh,
0: that's eight. Oh. I think that's seven damage. Oh, uh, seven damage as you slice this thing and it hangs on to life. Uh, it looks deranged. I'm not even gonna say you're like, it's left shoulder is like flayed into the neck and collarbone almost as you just launched it through the collarbone region. It's blah, 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 spattering. Purple goop getting all over you, Drake. Anything else, Susie? I think that's it, right?
4: Any bonus actions? I,
0: I do a quick survey if anyone's like
6: really in danger, but I, I think that's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be it.
0: Okay. I'm gonna do a public roll for Anna to see if this is a fifteen or higher. It's bad for you. If it's 14 or lower. Uh, it's gonna be fine for
6: everyone. It's All right.
0: 14 14 uh, You guys and I would say maybe out of the corner of your eye uh, Out of the corner of your eye Eki you see that like kind of savant type that got pushed to the side and tried to get back into the fight uh, And you see as you guys get closer like the the narrowing of the basin is coming And you see this guy just get obliterated by like a stony fucking spire. I mean, just like viscera in an instant.
1: That's Uh, another tally for Hero Light Song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one I yeah. pushed, yeah, off.
2: pushed
4: off Astra's <laughs> over here Tallying the lives she saves While Hiro is like Tallying the lives so he lives. I'm begging. like no we save people guys
0: um, And I would say The other one was way off too So the next turn then goes to Eki you're back
5: Oh it's me
7: I know, I'm like welcome.
0: 500 feet. Eki, on your level, miles. you're about 300 feet. You do see this guy at your level, like, like the purple guy. The purple guy is one of those little dwarf goblins.
5: Oh, is he one of the bitches who is shooting lightning?
0: No, these are one of the lesser ones. The lightning bitches are gone.
4: All dead. They can only shoot crossbows or melee. Okay. And most of the hippogriffs.
5: How far am gone. I out from the rest of the party?
0: Uh, You are about you're like two height levels above everyone else right now Which is really just like an extra half second of like falling. Yeah yeah,
4: falling
5: So what if I took a bonus dash would that get me there
0: with your flight speed? I'm gonna give you advantage on all acrobatic rolls downwards. I would say if you dashed and used a movement uh, I would say you could get down and fly like you could fly Move and get down if you just got higher with your flight speed than a 10 on both I'm gonna actually say DC 12 on both because you're moving so far
5: Good luck. I've been rolling amazing tonight. So it's, <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but we'll see what happens
0: You get advantage right. on the rolls though
5: That's good to know okay first one no. second one Same exact roll wow uh no um okay what did i get what 10
0: what number 10 sick okay so for either your dash or 10 is enough to move down um but fighting against the rapid winds you cannot move adjacent at all uh but you do have that was your dash or your movement so you want to do it again or you want to do something
5: else (laughs) sure we'll say that was my movement yeah, no. All right, let's try a dash. Not with this dice. I get advantage on this, too? Yep. Hey, there's one. All right, we got a 22 on my dash.
0: Okay, where are you moving to? And
5: that cost me a key as well. I need to note that. An- anywhere within 50 moving.
0: feet of you, this is yeah, just your movement, we will get you anywhere to the end, pretty much, of the rectangle of the uh, landing zone as well as like way above it.
5: So there are two people on uh, Nolo right now, right?
0: Yeah, there's one guy on Nolo. The other guy was like at your same flight level and there's a griffin that's like has no rider above it. Um, The griffins need to be DC 15 checks to stay in the fight solo. So that's what they've been doing. There's a guy to your direct east, about 20 feet away from you. As you guys are falling, the surroundings around you, what are you doing? What are we doing? No, Eki, he's gotta oh. finish are you. Punching this dude out.
5: All right. Well, yeah, we'll just we'll just go for a little bop.
0: Yeah, punch man. him. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go for a little bop.
5: How? What's the rules for um like pulling out your weapon as you're like running and stuff? Is that that's totally that fair in D and
0: D? It's just like assumed that you can unsheathe the weapon. I just read it the other day. Okay.
5: Yeah. All right. I'll attack him.
0: With, so you make one you attack. attack for both. Yeah, you make one attack that you can add your modifier to the damage, and then the other one you can just do the dice. I'm
5: not blessed. Okay, well, 14 to hit.
0: 14 hits. Roll damage okay. for the first attack. Eight. Now, eight, great. Um, I do want to say, are you adding dex? Is that a monk thing? Can you add yeah, your... Yeah, monks can yeah. add dex okay. to, sh-
5: to that.
0: Great, I just want to make sure. I got to review the monk, because uh, I didn't mm-hmm. review that class. But I'm not sure, because if, if it wasn't a light, but if you could add dex to that, then. Fine, okay, eight okay. damage, great hit. Now roll another attack.
7: Yeah.
5: That's not gonna hit. I got a seven.
0: Okay, so you hit the first attack, miss the second attack, eight damage, this thing is bloodied for sure. Almost dead. All right, one, Great. So you come back to life, you dive down into this flight, you burst with the speed of... Uh, like, Eric Cochran mythology. and uh, you come down and you slice this Darrow. The turn then goes to the last monster, the Hippogriffs. I'm gonna roll for them. All of the Hippogriffs
7: Thank God. fly
0: back to their designation. Uh, this Hippogriff stays in, and I'm going, <laughs> you're like, no! <laughs> that was the
4: one you were supposed to roll bad.
0: I'm gonna make a roll against you now, Astra, for, for those sweet, sweet complaints. Uh, it does get a natural 20. Lovely. Uh, so... I'm gonna die. Here, here your buns.
4: Yep. Um. Do
6: I, is Astra within 30 feet of
4: me? Yes,
0: Astra is within 30 definitely. feet of you. Barely.
4: Silvery barbs, bitch! Fuck <laughs> right off, oh. bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to kill the healer. Ah, uh, silvery barbs. Yeah,
6: that'll be my last spell slot. Okay, but me too.
0: There we go. Still gonna hit you. It does hit with a 20.
1: So that um, happens when Susie Cruz and he
0: relies on me. What's what's your HP, Sitch? Yeah, I was gonna I was
6: gonna make Seven? that that comment. I was like, oh, we learned it in the same <laughs> lesson.
4: He won't even roll it in front of me because he doesn't want to see me die. <laughs> he doesn't want me to know that I'm dying. Hey, Astra. Yeah.
0: Sorry about it. But you take six points of damage.
4: God damn it!
0: <laughs> You're <a> one off. <laughs> Two plus four.
7: <laughs> um, and, and if
0: uh, the advantage is going to hero, uh, the advantage goes to hero. Great. Uh, the turn then let me see if there's any other movers. All hippogriffs, except for that one solo dolo guy, are gone, and the turn goes to hero light song. You just saw this Got. thing savagely beak attack, uh, Astra.
1: We need to get into this drop zone, and we need to deploy our featherfall. alright? I'm gonna quick get up our purse. I'm gonna you're quick get out. a sight of where our dropping, and then we gotta get- we gotta get this down, alright? Um, I'm going to- Everybody
4: get in the zone! A-
1: Astra's right next to me, I'm Let going to- Let me warn to- you
4: out,
0: hero. This takes an entire action before you do this. What? I think what he is- wants to do. Oh. If, if, if you're doing something with the familiar that I think you're doing-
1: Yes, to look at the ground.
0: By the I rules, it. it says yep, it, t- it takes an action. To take an action.
1: First, I'm still I'm still gonna do it. I want to okay. see the the ground and just so, I don't want to get a surprise attack on us. I don't want us to drop into ah, and just get it.
0: Dicked down more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you warg into Candy, who has been flying around this area. Uh, and way away from the LZ. I'm gonna zoom out way off into the corner up to the north, uh, northwest, like maybe a couple hundred feet away at the edge of the basin. You see what's left of the dwarven commandos, uh, like fighting with Katja and um, Horgel Nectar. But you do see with Candy's amazing vision, Katya and Horgel, um, like she is hopping onto Horgel and riding like back towards you guys because they've seen you break through into the zone and they are coming towards the LZ. Uh, they are fighting a bunch of Drow warriors. They look like dark elf kind of warriors and littered on the ground around your LZ are dead veined, like Daros, dead Drow, and a bunch of dead Dwarven commandos as well as the rocky basin. You guys see the LZ is still clear, there are flares down there, and you guys are perfectly on target.
1: Do I see any immediate escape route or place to hide or anything to get a foot
0: up on these guys? The basin is characteristically, like almost like magically flat in there. It's huge, it's like a couple thousand feet like in diameter, do you know what I mean? Uh, So it's like this big area, you don't see really anything, but this is the LZ that was designated in the mission, and you guys know that wherever this Eternium thing is, it's somewhere underneath. You know? You know that there's some sort of activation.
1: Perfect. Okay. You're um, back in. Then, you go back into hero. Yep. Perfect. Back into hero. Um, And then, using my healer's kit would be an action to stabilize, I believe. It is. Um, so- yes so i'm going to activate my feather fall stone then
0: so hito you uh with two turns left you know the ground is quickly approaching the ground is at about t- two thousand feet above you guys you activate your feather fall and you start is that, falling is that
1: is that a bonus action
0: uh it is a bonus action just to crush it okay okay uh and you hito you have used your feather fall you see hito kind of float up safely like a magical parachute just activated on his body uh, Nolo Kua, turn goes to you. Guy is on you trying to fight you.
3: Alright, uh, this isn't the last turn for Featherfall, right? No. no, there's one more. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna fight this guy then. Uh, as he's just like on me trying to fight me and just swing around the mall again, uh, try to take him out.
0: Uh, you try to take him out, roll attack.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be 17 plus 6, nice. 23 yeah. to hit. Roll damage. All right, so that is six plus five. That's 11.
0: Ah, uh, nice. So close. So you smack this thing, what? and yeah, it yeah, 11. still has just a little bit left, and it's insane. Like, you broke into its side. Its, like, oh. ribs look, like, crushed in, and it's still, like, yeah. manically spattering, trying to stab you with its hook blade.
3: All right, yeah. Then just, uh, yeah, just going to keep... Keep holding as uh, he readies to to break his spell gem. I think he has it like probably in his mouth, so he can just like bite it.
0: <laughs> I love that you've been calm enough. You fronted a lightning bolt. And you're just like it's in my mouth. Like <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> I think he had it in his mouth the whole time.
0: It's like a it's like a spy like a like a Yeah, polar. it's like a sign. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, turn goes to uh, Drake.
2: Alright, this guy in front of me is at like one hit point, right?
0: The guy in front of you is literally a hit point. Do like, I just slap
2: guy? him and kill him? Or do I need to use a dagger or something?
3: Uh, Technically, I would, you could. By slap the rules,
0: him. you could do an unarmed attack, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I want to do that.
0: I want to unarm it. I love that. Alright, roll attack. It is with your strength, though. Oh, oh
2: my God. yeah, that's a 15 plus bless. Three yeah, So, <laughs> yeah. 16.
0: Uh, how much damage? Just so I know. Like no, you just. Oh, is it
2: as all... <laughs> damage is <damages> a 1d4? <laughs>
0: yeah, we 1d4 plus your strength mod. I thought it was one. One. Oh, is it one? Okay.
2: Also, bless is
4: I, over. Well, well, I
7: rolled a
2: three, but my strength is a minus two, so. Uh,
0: I'll tell you what. You slap this thing, whoops, and just enough to like, <laughs> like the neck was like soft already. It got hit and just whoop, flies up. Uh, Hito, you see the body of yet another of these Darrow, like fly up past you, but they're all going to be crushed the same way. Uh, nice, anything okay. else, any movement? What, what else? For my
2: bonus action, I will grab the stone, celebrate after killing that guy with my hand, just like, woohoo, and then I'll crush it <laughs> So I have featherfall
0: You are uh, Featherfold, nice work. Uh, turn goes to these guys as Watchtower. Uh, this guy comes in towards you. He's got just a little health left, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit. And he is going to swing at you with the hook I, I blade. He is going to the miss. One that's on me? The one that's on me? Or? Yeah. Misses, though. Okay. Just swings wide with the oh, blade. Okay. <laughs> uh, there is this guy here. He's learned their lesson. Uh,. I don't know, actually. They've had the crossbow the whole time. They're gonna double shoot. (laughs) They're gonna gonna try to stick Astra. God
4: damn it. You wanna kill me with one HP?
0: one HP. You're the closest. You're the only enemy. Actually, Susie's there, but no, no, you're right
4: there. That's all right.
0: Uh, But with disadvantage on the crossbow, (laughs) it's gonna miss with a seven. Missing wide of Astra. Thank God. There's one attest to Nolo. He's going to swing like that hook sword. Nolo, it's gonna hit you with a 23. Uh, oh he's going man. to wow. swing that hook sword, and instead of trying to damage you, this thing tries to get under and knock you prone. Can you please make a dex save? It's gonna—it's gonna, it's gonna set
7: air. you like All tumbling right. in the air.
3: Okay, that is a fifteen. Wait, no, hold on. Okay.
4: Okay. Wait, no hold on. no, oh, no one has, no I'm one has blessed anymore because I had to cast cure wounds.
3: No, that's concentration. Not a yeah. concentration spell either.
4: Really, guys? Yeah. Just kidding. But <laughs> I wouldn't
3: attack a <laughs> <which is laughs> all. <laughs> all right. If I get to add blast, that's a seventeen.
7: Well, right. uh,
3: uh, oh wait, nineteen. That'd be a nineteen with blast. You're not. You're not. I, I thought
0: it's you. designate
3: okay, seventeen. Yeah, it's, people it's, in the it's beginning. It's
4: three people. Sorry. And it was all Susie,
0: right. Hito, and Drake. Um, but you do the 17. seventeen
4: pass and
0: do not trip. So you instead. Uh, you take no damage because he failed. Nice. It is a DC 15 on that trip uh, after nice. the attack. Nice. I Barb. Devil. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. tries to trip you, but you are falling through the air to set you off. The turn then goes to Astra.
4: All right. If will they get an opportunity? Does that hippogriff get an opportunity attack when I pop my uh, pop my fire or? F- Free fall, oh, or feather fall. You could just oh, no. use your okay. action
0: to disengage. It's a gem, too.
4: I don't, yeah, I don't have to. Okay, so if I don't have to do that, um, everyone is within my 30 foot radius, so I would like to, as an action, channel divinity. <laughs> so, everyone in the party, uh, if you end your turn it, within this 30 foot radius from me, you have to end your turn here, so don't move out of this radius, then. You get um, temporary hit points equal to 1d6 plus my cleric level, which is eight. You will get...
7: (laughs) That's the sound? That's the sound I get?
0: Sorry.
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) I can't
0: even. (laughs) I'll be better. I'm sorry.
4: There's nothing better. No,
0: there's nothing that good. All right, sorry, I'm done with. It. Uh, you get like a a very nice, happy.
2: I haven't been hit once.
0: Like in the aura, there's just this nice. Oh yeah, I need to end my
4: turn. All right, so you have to end your turn in this thirty foot radius, but you'll get um you will get eight temporary hit points, including I.
0: Absolutely, eight temp hit points to everyone who ends it in there. Do you and feather then fall too? My
4: bonus action is I feather fall.
0: Great. I would say because you're feather fall, you're currently like a half a level above them, so it does dip in a radius around you. So just as soon as people feather fall, they will also end their turn
6: Perfect.
4: in it if they do. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Great. Asteroid turns on Nice
6: work, Susie. So am I in the the drop zone, or do I have to be in like the? the you guys area? are in the drop zone. Oh, okay. I guess I will just. I'll try to move. No, I'll stay on the outside here. Okay. And um, I'll eldritch. No, I I will ray of frost the guy in front of watchtower.
0: Okay. Over there. So you see a guy across. Like, there's only a few of you left down here next to Eki the watchtower, and you saw Eki slash at him twice with their hand axes, and now you go for Ray Frost.
6: No one can hear this because of all the rushing wind, but I'm like, you need to chill out! <laughs> um, and then that's like a 24 to
0: hit. All right, roll damage, because that's a big yeah. ol' hit.
6: So Ray of Frost is a 1d8. That's an eight! Plus... Uh, how oh. it? W! Okay, cool. It was already uh, damaged. Plus explode by 10 feet,
0: <laughs> till the start of my next turn. It's dead. Eki, in front of you, you see. Uh, however, Susie describes this thing just get.
6: Frozen. I think of frost. I like thinking of it of like, like, uh, basically like a blizzard, like beam, right? So just this big snowstorm
0: from my hand. Love that. You see this Darrow goblin dwarf just like freeze up and like almost shatter and just float up above you as it is completely overtaken by frost. Nice work, Susie. Want anything else? Uh, Feather Fall. Feather fall you Fall. Cr- Any flavor to your gem crush, like it's in your mouth or something?
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Between the Cheeks. A lady never <laughs> between tells. Between the
0: Cheeks. <laughs> A lady
6: never tells.
4: And you end your turn within your 30-foot radius, so you get 8 temporary hit points. Uh,
6: I get 8 of them, right? Yep. Thank you. All right. Can you activate the flushing
0: sound again? <laughs> no! <laughs>
7: just a confirm
0: The Prankster is gonna be good. I've uh, I should have gotten like the EDM one on here, like bass drop. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, turn then goes to the monster threes who are gone, and then uh Eki. better up.
5: Question Do I have to feather fall since I can fly? Can I just like
0: You can save the gem. But I would say I would say right now, equivalent featherfall. You would probably want to like lose some speed. Okay. Yeah, you can do the same thing they're doing without featherfall because you can fly.
5: Okay, um, and then this uh, griffin or whatever hippogriff. Yeah, that's right by Astra.
7: Um, it's not uh, it's, by it's me below
4: anymore. It's now. below me now.
5: Yeah. Okay, but it's on like it's, it's on, on, on my level, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the last one too, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm going to move
0: into it. I'm going to put my timer on to try to keep myself honest. I was really bad in the middle, too. I feel
4: mm-hmm. like we're doing but, really well. No,
0: we were doing pretty well to keep it fast. It's hard with six people, but, I mean, this is also, like, a big first set piece fight. <laughs>
5: so, I'm going to hit it okay. with my with my short sword.
0: Okay. Oh, short sword. Yep. All right. You're doing dual, dual attack against? This one is No, I already. need to
5: save my bonus action. Okay. I did a 12 to it. Does that... Hit? 12 to hit? No. Yeah.
0: That does hit a hippogriff. yes.
5: All right, cool. So then we're going to do... This
0: beautiful, majestic half-horse beast. Sorry.
5: <laughs> we do seven damage to it.
0: Mm. Hack into it. Uh, okay. It is looking it's hurt? pretty hurt. It is, it is more, I would say it's critical, not bloody. This one is already hurt. So it's on the edge of like barely flying downward. Looks like it just needs mm-hmm. a little push to be sent over to the side, death side.
5: Yeah, but I gotta use my bonus to go up. I wanna finish my turn with the team to get that extra health. Uh, You didn't use your movement. Oh, you did use your movement. Yeah, I did. Use my uh, my bonus final key to uh, disengage upwards.
0: Disengage upwards, give yourself a red ring and eight temporary hit points.
4: Every time it has a different fucking sound.
0: Sorry. No. Imagine, like, you enter the, the radius and you just
7: hear, like... EDM music?
4: EDM
0: music.
6: Just, like, entering the oh. club or something. If anyone, <laughs> anyone has Ring of Truth, that's what plays during it. <laughs> yeah. You just have some really real talks during it.
0: <laughs> Love it. Sorry. Just different sounds. I was going to do the toilet again, but... All right, you're up. Uh, yeah, that's hey. it. And this guy is pissed, but you disappear. Uh, The Hippogriff, after taking the blade, looks around for what just hit it uh, and flies actually over um, and disappears. (laughs) Uh, Then the turn goes back to the top. You have one round. You guys are all feather falling. So you are.
4: There's one. uh, Except
0: for Nolokua. Um, so I'm going to take you guys out of the initiative, Okay, actually. so as yeah. long
4: as Hito and Drake stay there, him. then you guys get your yeah, 10 hit points.
1: I will. Nolokua, do you need to be moved? Because I can help.
0: Uh, you have to roll Perception, Nolokua, to see if you could hear that.
3: Yeah. All right, let's see here. That is probably pretty loud. Natural 20. Let's go. Not
7: hey! only... Not only um.
3: You, Twenty-five total.
4: You hear <laughs> him, like a whisper in your ear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're willing, I can pull you. You just give me the word. Let's do it. All right. First one's cocked. Second one, natural twenty with my mage hand.
0: What do you Eat do? Him. You pull him with the mage hand. I pull
1: him. I pull him, <laughs> and it's force movement, so it doesn't um invoke opportunity attack.
0: So I don't know if your mage hand can pull a four hundred pound. Eight, Probably sorry, not. Six hundred pound mountain
1: man. <laughs> well, it's a it's a only it's a willing pounds. ally, so I'm pretty sure it can. If oh, I can. okay. Oh,
0: it's like a move.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
4: Mage hand. I'm pretty sure. With
1: with telekin with telekinetic oh, so feature, telekinetic I'm pretty, pretty sure thing. I can. Yeah, it's his telekinetic
4: oh, thing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Damn right. Shout out to that flaw. I guess it's like scanless
4: hand. It, it has to be thirty feet away though.
1: Yeah, oh. he's, no, he's a but, little more. Because of my he, mage hand, I have help. I have extra. I have extra feet. Plus, he gets a little extra. That's right.
0: Okay. He technically has, like, a big range on that mage hand. Yeah. um, Okay. So, yeah.
4: Wait. It says it can't carry more than 10 pounds. That's what
0: I thought.
3: But it also says a willing ally, and all willing willing allies will be over 10 pounds, (laughs) to be fair.
1: I'm pretty sure I can just pull an ally five feet.
0: Yeah. So, you pull him up. Uh, I would say that still keeps that guy almost engaged with you. No, let's see. Uh, nope, he got a three on that deck save.
3: Ooh, there we go. Separating.
0: So Nolakua, you're still falling. Do you need uh it it's you. Do you wanna activate this is the last turn for the feather fall. Yeah.
3: I'm gonna bite he bites down on the the spell gem breaking it <laughs> between his teeth.
0: Amazing. Alright, so let's And remove you get your ourselves.
4: temporary hit points.
0: From the table There we top. go. Um, as you guys, give me your best superhero landings. How's this look like? You guys all fall in the LZ and around you, just to paint picture, you see guts and blood and viscera and like. So
2: we're losers. Like,
0: of these, like all these dudes <laughs> who fell off the griffins, all like bodies all around you guys, just blood and guts flying up off of this flat, rocky
6: basin. Oh, yeah. Susie pulls out an umbrella and Mary Poppins
7: down.
4: <laughs>
6: nice. Very like
4: the mask. I uh, want to be popping one of the health berries into my mouth as like my owl settles back onto my shoulder and we like land.
0: All right. So give yourself two HP. Nice work. Eating a good berry.
4: <laughs> hey, man.
0: That's
5: I forgot
1: about that. Hero uh, was... Doesn't even like hero land. He like slides down the mound of bodies towards Katja Icemane (laughs) and starts like defending her and like all the dwarves that are coming towards them.
0: You see her hauling ass towards you guys. They're only like a hundred feet away from you now, but no more dwarven commandos are left. You see about four or five hundred feet away. There's about ten to a dozen like, lightweight infantry drow. You guys see five heavier knights and one mage aboard, like, an undead horse. They're about five 600 feet away, though, and they look like All right. they're rallying towards you. I, I need everyone's landing still. So I don't think I got everyone yet. Sorry. As, yeah. I-
2: as I come down after that tiring fight, I just want to assume position and land on the ground crisscross applesauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that crisscross applesauce. Uh, how'd you land, Eki? Just, like... Whew, just-
5: um I, I see Astra having that berry I was like oh yeah and so I, I uh, quickly like, pluck that berry in, out of my hands uh, and um, I'm just like flapping down um, you know just doing my fly thing um, I'm being kind of picky like seeing if I like wanna land because like there's guts everywhere so I'm kind of just like <laughs> I'm just, like looking around just trying to find like a nice little spot to like sit and roost and like clean myself a little bit.
4: You mean preen yourself?
0: <laughs>
5: oh is that yeah sure oh is there a place of of like higher vantage point to can root. I actually land somewhere that's root. not straight up on the ground
0: you What's guys there? are in this like I said couple like let's call it 2000 foot diameter basin and it looks oddly like cut or very much like centera, very circular nowhere in the this center area is there any vantage or boulders it's very flat and Towards the edge, like on the cliffs and stuff of around, because you guys are huge, like all around you is 20,000 foot feet of mountain. You know, you guys are like in huh. the bottom of this crazy basin and you guys are in the bottom of this, what was once a dormant volcano and 40,000 feet that got blown off the day the collection began and the apocalypse started. Um, so you guys are at the start of the center of it all. And it's very flat in there. It's like unnatural. Almost.
4: So we are not going to get a short rest, right? Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, we, we can go. certainly try. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: Just well, like, Ash's, everyone quick nap.
1: <laughs> this is no time to sit. Let's get up, guys.
5: I'll uh, land over by Astra then and I'll go like, I'll give her the gem I had. I said, here, thanks for saving me. I don't need this. And Aww. so you can have the uh, you can have the other Featherfall gem.
4: Aw, thank you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Hell yeah. That's a great move.
6: Susie eats the good
0: berry that was there.
3: Um, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> Nalokkoa just lands hard. Probably, I like to think that maybe one of the uh, Darrow's, like, half-survived, he just lands on top of the body. <laughs> just squished.
0: <laughs> just like, Whoosh. yeah, I love that. And it's like, oh, like, surprised it lived. And then you just like,
3: <laughs>
7: yeah, just
0: like Drake yeah. in your mind. You, you know, you're, you're thinking about, again, that message you saw was burned into the side of that mountain. And it reminded you of the same sort of burned writing that you think of every day of uh, the Eternium Cypher. Uh, so, you know, you're like, okay, it comes to your mind. And secondly, you guys see Katya just on the bear, Horgel nectar and you just see her yell. And she's like, the bomb!
7: The bomb! Brady the bomb, just in case!
0: And we end our sesh with our party still alive. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> a <little>
7: lot. <long. laughs> Booyah!
0: <laughs> Hey, everybody, what's up? It's your boy, K-Bat here. I just wanted to thank you so much for checking out the first episode of Season 2 of Life's a Battle, The Eternity Gauntlet. If you loved what you heard, please tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell whoever, your dog, I don't care. Uh, And feel free to stick around. Our next episode is going to come out the week of August 14th, so look out for that. And if you want to see more of the goings-ons and, you know, as things ramp up here at Life's a Battle, feel free to check out our website at lifesabattle.com. On there, you're going to see mostly my blog stuff, honestly. Uh, Hi, Kyle Battle, writer, podcast, host showed but you're also gonna see in the next coming weeks uh, some updates and upgrades as we get some things moving and shaking for life's a battle before the fall begins so thank you so much uh, feel free to find us on our socials at life's a battle pod uh, life's a battle pod uh, and other than that I just hope you have a fantastic week thanks for being fabulous and for listening to these sort of creative story podcasts I apologize in advance for the sound kinks and some of the rule kerfuffles that went on during the show uh obviously you know this is a game with a significant amount of homebrew in addition to you know just kind of getting our feed and make sure i'm providing quality uh storytelling for the players first so i hope wherever you are have a fabulous day week and uh i'll see you soon catch on the flip side see a storm has surrounded above you guys as it it was a little cloudy and there's a storm now with strange purple and green lightning flying all around the battlefield of um, and strangely this storm is avoiding all of the dwarven airships that you see fighting some 30-40 miles away Uh, and in it for just a second you think you see a huge face can everyone roll for me one last roll Please roll perception checks. Nolo, Kua, you can roll with advantage.
3: That is going to be a 22 with advantage. A 12 and a 17.
4: 16.
0: Anyone who got oh, 15 to 20, you see a half-orc face. And it's one you might recognize. It, it, it's like a face of someone you've seen before. You got higher than a 20, uh, you realize two things. You realize that's the face of the ex-storm dragon of the Hollow Knight's. Gorshum. Uh, her face is just fully in this storm. Uh, and the second thing you realize, specifically Nolokua, too, but because of your scholarly uh, ways, uh, you guys realize that Nolokua has released the Infinity Winds. Or not Nolokua, uh, Gorshum. The thing you guys went on a campaign to stop like three years ago, Gorshum has like unleashed that. And it is avoiding all the dwarven ships that you guys saw. Oh, oh my god, is that Gorshum the, the storm dragon?